right, you're on. We're on live? Yeah. We're on live, ladies and gentlemen. Nobody even knows it. Uh, Justin Scoggins is about to fight. We There was a bit of a delay with uh, Callan and Schaub getting here. And since Southwest they finally, Airlines. Yeah, Southwest Airlines. Well, they, they fly every 15 minutes. It's amazing they get it anywhere at all. I agree. But, uh... <laughs> It's like a bus. <laughs> they fly all the time. <laughs> they fucking fly everywhere. Literally. Anywhere anybody won't fly, they're like, all right, we're cool. Uh, if you've never heard this podcast before, this is what we call Fight Companion Podcast. Um, Scoggins, this kid right here, Justin Scoggins, that's his name, right? Yeah, that's right. He's a bad motherfucker. I called one of his fights before, and he is about to fight. The fight is going to start. Mario Yamasaki says, go now. Fight starts now. Um, Pressure. Really interesting Sidekick. fighter. He fights. He's got like this karate style, but he also um, he also uh, throws a lot of um, like uh, traditional martial arts techniques. And he's got a wrestling background, so it's pretty interesting. Oh, he's getting dragged to the ground. Look at this. Scoggins is the guy with the black. Uh, he's shorts. the guy on the bottom. Yeah. Okay. Dustin Ortiz, Justin Scoggins, and Dustin Ortiz. Dustin came out pressure, man. Yeah, big Just pressure. Put it on him right away. Which is pretty impressive because uh, Scoggin's a good wrestler. If you never heard this podcast before, this is what we call a fight companion podcast. What we do is we watch the fights live. We're watching the fights live. It's four fifteen on the clock right now. Unless you want to, if you want to sync up. We we um oh, 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 oh pretty good pretty good oh, 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 oh it's tight. very oh, nice. Oh, oh. I like how he scooted his hips up there. That was some Whoa. expert shit. Oh sneaky. We do these podcasts while the fights are going live, and we talk while the fights are happening. And that's what we're doing right now. Dustin Ortiz is on top. Justin Scoggins is on the bottom. Who came up with Fight Companion? Who came know. up with that? I don't know. It just happened. <laughs> it just kind of happened. But it's a good way to call it. Yeah. And so a lot of people, what they do is they watch this, and they uh, watch the fights at the same time. If you're doing that, look at these kind of kind of kneeing him in the face when he's down, which is kind of a sneaky thing you can do, right? Can you, you do that? Yeah, you can. Guys, oh, 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 he's he got done. It. He's done. He got it, he's son. done. It's gonna oh, pop. It's I'm going sideways he's stop too. It. Look at he's putting his foot. Oh, in I'm surprised he doesn't stop it. Look at this putting his foot on there. That's pretty slick. That's, That's super slick. slick, son. Slick, but oh, 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 it's hyperextended. For sure. Oh, this is so ugly. Damn, that dude is gangster. He's so, so tough that he's not. Wow, wow, he got out of that. That was amazing. He got out of that, but keep an eye on that arm. That arm might be jackmified. For sure, hyperextended at Another least. word. Yeah, that thing's done, son. That that arm, for sure, it's going to suck jerking off of that thing for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> You're going to have to play the mystery man. You have to use the left <laughs> arm, dog. It's going to get really play, weird. Play well, the mystery man. It was his left arm, wasn't it? Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, they still, well nice. wasn't it? If he's left handed, right handed. We'd have to go back over it again. I'm pretty sure it was his left arm that he was attacking. Yeah, you're right. But uh, Scoggins. Very high on this kid. He's only 21, too. Wow. And like I said, wrestling background, but real good at karate. Real He's out of ATT? Yeah. Are these guys uh, 35ers? Uh, 125. Ooh. They're 125. flyweights. Wow. Yeah. These motherfuckers go for days. Wow. Cardio should... isn't even in their mind. Yeah. They don't even think about it. They should have 25-minute rounds. Wait, look at that. 25-minute rounds. <laughs> Three 25-minute rounds. <laughs> They're hummingbirds. <laughs> you know? Oh. That hand down. Yeah. Look at this. Scoggins takes his back. Very nice. Good roll by Dustin. Dustin looks like more of a wrestler. Mm. And Scoggins yeah, does. has a lot more jujitsu. Jujitsu. Look at this. Dustin's not giving up, man. Motherfucker's on his back right now. Ooh, good trip. 
so we just got back from Vegas too. Incredible <laughs> yeah. fights, man. What Amazing fights. Crazy. Weekend. Look at this. Ortiz is getting Scoggins back. Scoggins fighting off those hooks. He's going to spin up. Look at that. Look at this. He's going to spin. Trying to hit that switch. The cage is in the way. Cage fucks you up a lot of times, huh? Cage really limits a lot of stuff. It can help you sometimes, especially if you're a ground and pound guy. Wrestler, ground and pound, it's a dream for you. But as a jiu-jitsu guy, it makes things tougher, I think. Oh, can't, you can't, shrimp you can't maneuver. Yeah. Dustin Ortiz is uh, Duke Rufus's guy. Very interesting. That's why he's so. Who is Duke good. Rufus? How dare you? Sorry. How dare you ever do? It's a for the fans. About it's for the fans. I like asking questions that a lot of people don't know. Oh, it's too yeah, bad we don't yeah. have like a whip. That's what I'm here How for. If we, if we had like that. a whip and they just slap Callan, how do you says not, that stuff? for real? How do you not know who Duke Rufus is? I don't know. Only this Scoggins dropped down for a guillotine. Duke oh, Rufus is the brother of Rick Rufus, Rick the Jet Rufus, who is a. One of the big PKA karate stars, like one of the most exciting best ones. Ever, yes. Yeah, amazing of, fighter who ever. turned into a Muay Thai fighter after he had some Muay Thai fighters and got fucked up. And then his brother, Duke, after um, his after Rick got fucked up by some Thai fighters, um, his brother went into uh, Muay Thai himself and... Duke became a Muay Thai world champion, and now he trains Anthony Pettis, Sergio Pettis. Wow. He's trained uh, Alan Belcher. He's trained a lot of high-level fighters, and he trains this guy, Dustin Ortiz, too. He was on my podcast last week, uh, two weeks ago. Great, Really great, good guy, great man. Guy. Really the good best. guy. Salt of the earth. Yes. Couldn't get a nicer person. And super, like, super intelligent and really well-read uh, when it comes to uh, fighting. Like, she knows everything about Muay Thai, especially. Just on TV, a lot of empty seats out there yeah. in the crowd. Well, this is the f one of the first fights uh, of the second card of the second day, and they're in a 14,000-seat arena. Dude, if, if you're a UFC fan, if you're yeah. a UFC fan, you are just jizzing your pants for this weekend. <laughs> yeah. Listen, there's no big... Look at me right now. Have you ever seen me this? I have one lazy eye. I'm exhausted. <laughs> exhausted. Just got off the plane, straight to Rogan Studios, <laughs> exhausted. Nowhere to go. And UFC, what? I mean, it's been UFC 24 7. I'm like CNN of UFC right now. Well, I was out drinking with Mark Del Grate, Brian Callen, uh, Brian Stan, yep. my buddy Justin, and we were out until four o'clock in the fucking morning. I had to get up at seven. I didn't realize how flight. late it was. Yeah, well, that's Vegas, man. Everybody's at yeah. four o'clock in the morning. The place is mobbed. Yeah, it's well, and also around. they set the casinos are set up so you don't realize how late it is. Yeah, there's music, the lights. <sighs> Dustin with a nice left hook there. Look at this, boom with the right hand, and then Taking boom it. with the left. Look at this, Cow boom. Ooh, that was after two days in Vegas, though, I'm good. You can keep it. You can keep it. <laughs> I feel like you're being thought. cooked you under a lamp. Keep it. That's my thoughts exactly. Two days in Vegas is all you need. Yeah. <sighs> Some dudes love it there, man. I know. Some well, gamblers. <laughs> Look at how Scoggin's style, man. It's really interesting style for a guy who's a good wrestler. Footwork's interesting for sure. Yeah, it's all karate. Yeah. He's very, like, uh, Machida-like. Look at that. He, but he throws a lot of front leg sidekicks, almost like uh, point style. Mm -hmm. Dustin Ortiz is no joke, though, man. Not at all, man. Just bringing oh, it. I love that leprechaun beard, too. Oh, oh bulletproof oh. coffee. Both guys. This yeah, podcast can get a lot better. Oh, look at this. Scoggins with a beautiful tie-up of that. He's, he's like got that right arm hooked. Like he's going for a crucifix here. Someone almost got a crucifix this weekend. I forget who it was. Someone rolled into a crucifix. Did the same thing. Love tied it. up one arm. One of my faves. Beautiful. Uh, Drysdale got a rear naked choke first round. Did he really? Yep. First fight of the night. Not surprising. Drysdale's a monster. All I know is I got to monster. hang out with Dan Severn. Um... The Beast. Yes. 
He looks at he his skin's look better. better than anyone's look in this better. room. For sure. 56 years old, couldn't look better. Yeah, it's amazing, right? Was he drinking fucking raw milk all day? And I don't stuff? know. I, yeah, <laughs> on a farm somewhere. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a muscular yeah. Freddie Mercury. He's a great guy too. He's got some great stories about the old wrestling days, international wrestling. Look at this. Ortiz rolls Dustin over right in front of Rufus. The other thing about having a coach like Duke Rufus is he's such a great guy that, like, he motivates you so much. You want to fight yeah, well you for him. Yeah, you want to win for him, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's real, man. You know, guys talk Super about real. their relationships that they have with their trainers like that. Me and Dwayne were talking. I had breakfast with Dwayne in, in Vegas. We were talking about him and TJ, how close they are. And oh, he yeah. was saying for him it's cool because – it's like he's living through TJ. Like he mm -hmm. wish he had himself as a coach when he's coming up. Mm -hmm. So for TJ, it's cool. <laughs> that is that is interesting. Like it takes a lifetime to accumulate knowledge, and a lot of times, by the time guys get there, their bodies are worn out. Yeah, it's crazy out. that TJ had no time to bask in the championship. He just go back right back into camp. I don't like that. Right back like that. after. I was talking TJ about it. He goes, "I'm right back into camp." I said, "Already, man? You just won the belt." Yeah, that's what they want, man. I said, all right. Well, you know, um, it was supposed to be in Vegas. It was supposed to be uh, August, the, the late August show mm -hmm. was supposed to be in Vegas. And something happened. They decided to move it to uh, Sacramento because it's TJ's hometown. Good for TJ. Then. Yeah, great for TJ. Terrible for Burrell because of the quick turnaround after a KO. That's the only thing that concerns me. I mean, why, but why rush it like this? That's a good question. Burrell's camp wanted it. They wanted it right away. They think it's a fluke. Hmm. Uh, no, homie. A fluke is if you get hit right, like in the yeah. first round, get knocked out. That's a fluke. Yeah, they don't. Five rounds of a pure ass whooping is not a fluke. They think the five rounds came about because of the first round. Because he clipped them? Because he got dropped in the first round, and he didn't know where the fuck he was for the rest of the fight. Oh, wow. Like, he went into the fifth round, apparently, and he thought it was the third round. He had no idea what was going on. I, I get that. I get that. How but that, that, that does, speaks to your point about uh, having him fight that early, though. He needs more time off. Oh, yeah. That's head trauma, man. Well, the, you know, those Brazilians are tough as nails, man. They want, they want to get that title It's almost a default, back. though, you know? Yeah. Dustin Ortiz is strong as fuck, dude. Look at this. Meanwhile, his pressure is Scoggins. Unbelievable. It's and Scoggins is like this kid that has a lot of hype behind him, and justifiably, but I am blown away by Dustin Ortiz. Bring and it. I mean, the, just the fact that he got out of that armbar, man. That armbar was fucking. It was his left arm. Nasty. You're right. It's on the replay. It was his left was arm. Was it? Yeah. yeah, you're correct. So maybe jerks off lefty. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Maybe <laughs> mix it up. Could be ambidextrous. <laughs> Maybe just gets a cortisone shot so he could keep eating off. He's flexible. He might use, <laughs> just, he might use both his feet. Just addicted to it. <laughs> Finds a doctor to give him cortisone shots so he can continue this jack off. I like how he uh, he almost got caught in a bad situation there and instinctively shoved that second arm in. Where Scoggins was fishing for the triangle. G ground and pound's tough, if, if, especially if you're a wrestler like this where you had a wrestling base and you, you're heavy on this a ground guy and pound like, like a Mark Munoz. It opens you up for submissions. Hmm. What are you saying, Brian? This guy in, in the little box here, I saw him <clears throat> leaning against the... Uh, Do you know who that the, is? Uh, no, no. How dare you again? Yeah, who is That's it? Marcus Conan Silvier. He is such a He's, stud. That guy's a fucking legend. He uh. was one of the heavyweight champions of Extreme Fighting Championship. He was a part of one of the fights that changed MMA. Really? Yeah, because uh, he fought Maurice Smith, and Maurice Smith head kicked him. And He's nobody, from Denver. Yeah. Maurice is from Denver. Wow. Nobody. At, Maurice is from Denver? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Originally? Yep. No kidding. He trained out of Seattle, though, right? Mm-hmm. Did most of his, uh, he lives in Seattle now. Ran into Maurice this weekend at the Lion fights. Really? Yeah, Muay Thai fights. How's he look? Looks great. Really? Fucking just fought. 
He's 50. He just fought? Yeah, he won. Head kick. What? What? Yeah. At 50? 50. Oh, my God. Yeah, had a fight. Who, who did he fight? Some guy who shouldn't have been fighting Maurice Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Some guy who needs to work on his technique. <laughs> Some guy. Some guy who Maurice but, Smith beat the shit but tell out me about, of him. Tell me about Conan and the fight. Oh, uh, um, so Conan was a jiu-jitsu black belt, and that was back at the time when everybody thought the jiu-jitsu black belts were, like, unstoppable. Like, if right. someone was a jiu-jitsu black belt... It was it, you know, you were getting killed. It was yeah. like the Hoist Gracie days, yeah. the early days. It was like 93, 94, somewhere around there. And uh, Maury Smith leg kicked the fuck out of him and then head kicked him. Wow. Yeah, it just kept the fight standing. When when he got taken to the ground, used good butterflies, got back up to his feet. Just really never, Maurice's ground game was all about defense, 100% defense. It was all butterflies and defense and endurance. Maurice has crazy, crazy cardio for a heavyweight. I remember did. that. Yeah, I remember that fight with Mark Coleman. I remember that mm-hmm. so well. Just kept cardio. kicking him, going, "What's up? Come on, ground yeah. and pound me, Mark. Ground well, and pound me." Bam. Mark Coleman. Well, that's what he said during the pre-fight. He was like, "I'm gonna ground and pound the shit out of him." <laughs> and so I was there, man. I was there live. Yep. I interviewed him after the fight. That was back when I was the post-fight interviewer. And Maurice was standing in front of him. He goes, "Come on, Mark. Ground and pound me. Come on, Mark. Whack." Leg kick. Come on, Mark. He's talking to him like yeah, that. Yeah. Just, Come on, ground and pound me. Come on, ground and pound me. Whack. Damn, just whacked gangster. him with that leg kick. Yeah. Pure gangster. Yeah. But he was, he's not an, Maurice is an interesting guy because he's not like an angry guy that he tried to, you know, like Mark was done. He was so exhausted. But Maurice never like tried to close the deal, never tried to finish him off. Just fought real smart, but was fucking with him and beating his ass. Some guys That's are amazing. like that, right? Guys with real nice personalities. Like mm-hmm. you look at like a Pacquiao. Yeah. He doesn't want to hurt anyone. Yeah. Well, Maurice yeah. is like, he loves to play around. Like, he's a silly goose. But uh, Conan just looked like, uh, the, the, I was watching him as you were taking pictures, and I looked at him, and he's so wide, and he looked like just an old, like, lion with barnacles on him, just sitting <laughs> not, there. Not sewing you on just, the No, not at all. He just looked like. Are we still recording? Yeah. yeah we we had a little computer issue, ladies Hey-o. and gentlemen. Is, uh, are we still on uh, Ustream? Yep, 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 okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. We had a little issue. Oh, Dustin Ortiz with a nice yeah. straight left. This is a great fucking fight. This is a, meanwhile, we're talking about all sorts of shit from the past, and Scoggins and Ortiz <laughs> are going to war. Having a crazy fight. Oh, Ooh. back kick. This is a great fight. Scoggins takes him down again. Hey, Brennan, thanks for making me do a wheel kick in my jeans this morning at 10 in the morning. That was a lot of fun in front of a bunch of people. That was good for you, man. Yeah. That was someone else's idea, though. Yeah, it's real good. I had to hold the thing. What are you talking about? What was good about it? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I, th- I thought Cal was going to blow his asshole out, though, in this yeah, kick. Exactly. His jeans, no so his jeans were super how tight, often too. Do you stra- how often do you throw kicks? Like once uh, a year? Uh, uh, actually, <laughs> since I've been boxing, I kick the bag now, but n- nothing like that. I don't throw wheel kicks. I had no business doing Some that. Some fan demanded it. Head and arm, head and arm. Yeah, head and arm choke. Oh, boy. Mm. Stuck in half guard, though. Very yeah. hard to finish from half guard. Do it from Look the at arm. this. Dustin rolls over. Oh, Scoggin stays on him. Unbelievable oh. fight, man. This is why Hits I love little right. guys, man. They just The, the transitions, yeah. I love it. You don't see heavyweights moving like this. I wish not. I was little. I was talking to Cal on the way here. <laughs> I wish I, I, wish was, I was, was tiny, man. No, you don't. Callan goes, no, you don't. It's good to be the king of the beach. Bitch, I don't care about the beach. Fuck the beach. <laughs> you, you, you say you don't I'm care about the beach. I want to be in the octagon rolling around with don't. everyone. Yeah. You say that. Meanwhile, sitting next to you, uh, wedged in, in those little seats on Southwest, I wish you were smaller. <laughs> Have you ever thought about trying to go to 205? 
Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've thought about it before. Toward uh, the end, towards the end of my career, I'll do it. I'll do one cut to it. Just you know, like a, right. it, everyone seems to do that. It's like the older phase of the guys. They mm-hmm. they make the cut, but um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I, as right now, I'm 250 pounds. So Jesus be a tough cut. That's a really tough cut. Yeah. Everyone cool. always asks me that though. You're about 230 fight week though, right? Uh, 235. So when you think about that, you're not watching your diet at all. I mean, you're eating healthy, but you're not. Like, think about some of the shit that some of these guys do. Like, um, you know, like a guy like Weidman. Well, what does Weidman walk around at before he tries to make 205 or 185? 185. He's a big fucking guy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Well, this is the difference, though. A lot, a lot of those guys get crazy out of shape in between fights. Like, mm-hmm. crazy out of shape. I don't. You know? Like, I, I, don't, I don't put on like, tons of weight. Who who puts on the most weight in between fights? Well, it used to be Rumble Johnson. Yeah, Anthony Johnson just I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> he was walking around at two thirty five, he sucked down to one seventy. And I, I I we were doing this movie and I looked at him, I said, What do you weigh right now? He goes, About two thirty five. I said, You're gonna make one seventy in, in two months? He goes, I'll make it. This I think it was six weeks. Is fucking madness. This fight is awesome. We should really pay attention to this fight because it's so good. It is really good. It is. It's a crazy scramble. Dustin Ortiz is no joke, man. He's on the map now. Win, lose, or draw, he's on the map. Because this is a great fight. I like how this guy's protecting his knee. Because Dustin knew, yeah, there you go, go for the knee bar. Look at that, beautiful. How he Way switched it. it. Yeah. yeah, nice, and wound up on top. He unlocked Pressure. his legs. Pressure on him, man. Yeah. Well, he's strong. Ortiz is very strong. This is great stuff. Look, he's covering Scoggins' face. That's a sneaky fucking move, man. You know, we were talking about this the other day, that Brian Caraway fish hook incident. Mm-hmm. That's dark, man. That's, that's dark. That's frowned upon. I can't believe the, how long business. he held that fish hook. In yeah. And I that's also, not by accident. No. Come on. I, also, I think he said it was a genuine accident, right? I, well, that's what he said. You know, I don't want to call him a liar, but I think I just did. Yeah, you for sure I like did. Caraway. I like him a lot. I mean... He might have not even known he was doing it because he was so ferocious in the heat of the moment trying to finish that choke. But, but that's a crazy Come fucking. Come on, bro. I'm trying to be nice. I know. That was a straight <laughs> fish hook. That was a straight, straight elementary yard fish hook. Complete total fish hook. How long did he hold it I'm, for? F- five seconds more, maybe. Right? Just yanking him back. Maybe five seconds. A solid five seconds. Five, yeah, like one, five seconds is a long time. For anything. One, two, three. You know, that's, that's, yeah, a, long that's a long time. time. And he's got his fingers deep in this guy's mouth. And he's pulling them towards him to try to get the choke. Playing for keeps. Are they really doing a purge, yep. too? Is it's that like the commercial? Starring one of my at? best friends, Frank Grillo. It's gonna be did you see Purge 1, though? No, of course I didn't. Man, I kind of like him. Purge 1 did. I can't Purge wait one. for that, bro. Purge 1 started. Really? I can't wait. Purge 1 started as a small oh, movie. It started, I think they made the movie for something really tiny, like like, like a million dollars. Whatever they spent, it was too much. It was so popular that Ethan Hawke made $7 million on that movie. And that's what Why are you blowing up one. Ethan Hawke's spot? I'm just telling you what he made. People are going to hit him up for loans now. There True. you go, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I need some cash. Yo, Ethan, man, I have this independent project. <laughs> How many guys come to you with like independent projects uh, I, I, they're doing? Three a day, including so emails. Gross. Really? Oh, you get it too, Joe? Yeah, I get dudes want me to help help them produce their animated features. Yeah, animated do, features. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> animated things, movies, TV shows. Yep. A, a good friend fucking gave me an ear beating, a ferocious ear beating the other day about some reality show he's trying to put together. 
about him being, you know, you're in the TV business. I go, well, how am I in the TV business? What the fuck are you talking about? What does that mean? Well, you had that TV show, man. You know, you're in the TV business. I, I'm, I'm trying to put together this show. Well, find somebody who actually is like a TV producer. Yeah, probably, we, yeah. I want you to help me connect me. No, I don't have time. I don't have time. This is the difference between me and you guys. No one hits me up about doing that stuff. I get dick pics. That's what I do. Dick I get dick pics on Instagram and Twitter. It's Who won this fight? I get Let's long, get some volume. It's tough, here. man. Get some volume here, Jamie. I want to hear one of the call. I think you're going to give it to your boy on the right. Oh. Bet they give it to Dustin. Wow. He just brought the pressure, man. Take that. Wow. Dustin Ortiz with the split decision. Solid beer. Wow. Scoggins is very bummed out, man. Of course. Wow. 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 You know what? We were talking so much, we didn't really score that. That's fair. I don't know if it's fair. I'd have to watch No, I'm it. saying that's fair. You're oh, how yeah, you're saying we're yeah. talking so much. I always say that. Like, sometimes during a, a fight, like while we're doing commentary, like I talked about it with Jimmy Smith, the last uh, fight companion, when you motherfuckers were, weren't around. Uh, schedules, not, dog. Not committed. Uh, schedules, man. Not committed. <laughs> Busy, yeah. son. Yeah, but Jimmy in. Smith was great, and uh, Ian McCall was I was on it, too. It was really fun. It was good, huh? But Jimmy was talking about um, they make him score at Bellator. They make him score the rounds. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, but they make him score the rounds while he's doing commentary. And I'm like, man, I don't know uh, about that. Oh, that's boy. tough. I don't do it. I don't, Me, personally, I you could I, I could do it, but I, I don't want to do it. I say it during the pot, during uh, broadcast. I say you know, I think this guy won the fight but, or won the rounds, but the reality is if you want to really call the fight correctly, you have to shut your mouth. You're still scoring it boxing-wise, right? I mean, when you Well, it's a 10-point must system, but it's, right. it's, you know, it's really dumb because you're working within a flawed system. Right, yeah. But the, the real problem with that flawed system is like a boxing round, a round in boxing is three minutes and there's a bunch of them. You know, a regular fight is 10 rounds. Non-title <laughs> fights, 10 fucking rounds. Mm -hmm. Title fight is 12 rounds. You know, in an MMA fight, big difference. Three rounds, only three rounds. And there could be a 10-9 round where one guy just beats the shit out of a guy. And then another 10-9 round where it's like a toss-up. Yep. That doesn't make any why, sense Why is me. that? Because it sucks. Because the system the sport's sucks. sport's so new, too. Well, we stole a system. We stole right. a, a, a judging system from boxing. It's, they're, they're, because there just isn't a like, criteria for if how, how, somebody keeping pressure on, holding position on somebody, takedowns. Takedown defense? How about takedown take defense? How about that? That yeah. should go along with. How about submission attempts? Yeah. Submission, submission defense. Attempts, yeah. All that stuff should be. And there should be like a cakes. scale of like one to ten of how close a submission is. Yes. Like the, okay, like like Scoggins and Ortiz, perfect example. That was a fucking nine. That arm Straight bar was nine, a fucking nine. Nine and a half. That was about as close as you can get to not getting tapped. You have to take that in consideration. Yet he got out of it. Look, it's Tim not mad at her at all. She's beautiful. Little singing She's bird. Fourteen, bro. No, whatever. She's solid twenty-four. <laughs> solid. Yeah, I mean, solid. solid. She's already tattooed up. I can't tattooed believe it. She can't be fourteen. That's not legal. Yeah, I'll tell you what was fun Thailand. though at the expo. Oh, was, I'll tell you what was so in fun. Thailand. The questions I was getting about Arlovsky. Oh, that was amazing. Here's the guy oh, we were in the elevator no. with. Here's the guy was exhausting, no. man. Dude, what? what happened? Although I had you, man, and I do this. <sighs> then, I'm, then I'm finally out of there. I'm like, all right, this was a good day. This is fun. Last interview. I'm. I'm. I'm I go on some show. I'm not going to call him out. This dude, I've had an issue with him before. I did not want to do this radio interview because of this. So I do this interview, and he goes, yeah, man, that fight was awful. That sucked. Excuse me, sir. You're 300 pounds. 
You've never fought in your life. You can't talk to people like that, man. I will never come on your show again after you criticize me. Did you say that, like that to him? Oh, yeah, when we were done, he's like, listen, man, I'm going to give you my... Don't bother. Do not bother, man. I was like, oh, I'm good. You know me, I'm, I'm, I, I don't, I don't like confrontation. Right. So I was just like, oh, I'm good, man. I just walked away. But well, it, it's crazy to me. Crazy to me, man. Yeah. Oh, that fight was terrible. Well, I, said, I said, that's fine. Who'd you have winning, though? He goes, oh, you for sure won that. I go, thanks, man. You know what it is, man? It's it's that sports guy radio bullshit. There's a certain amount of sports guy radio bullshit that's leaked into MMA. You know, like that they think that they can be cool. Well, there's no re- repercussions. But, there, you yeah. can talk to me however you want. I can't do anything. I'll get in trouble. Obviously, I'm not going to snap your neck. I'd love to. I'm yeah. not going to. I can't do anything. Yeah. it's Well, even not only that, it's just like... Can't you talk about a fight without being disrespectful to the guy exactly. that was fighting? Like right. it seemed like you guys knew each other. You were both very tentative. It was a, there was a lot on the line for both of you. Arlovsky looked particularly nervous. Yeah. Like like what was what was frustrating about the fight? Too you could talk about a fight for sure. That, look, anybody who's ever competed before, if you've sp- had more than a few fights, there's going to be some that are just go off. You might be sick. You might be injured. You might. I, you know, you you can't think that every fight is going to be great. They're just not going to be. You're going to have happen, shitty man. ones. Things yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and, and, and like, but the thing is, when I talked to him, I was like, yeah, man, on the air, I go, did that fight suck? 100%. Should I have won? Yeah. Do I need to do things different? Yes. I was, I was banking on, just like I'm used to when I used to train with him, an aggressive Orlowski, which I, I hate that we're talking about this again. However, it just shit happens. But Orlowski would come forward aggressive. So mm-hmm. it worked on, and I'm a back foot counter fighter. That's how I get my takedowns, my big combinations, stuff like that. So when he's not being aggressive and approaching, I should have adapted and I didn't. So you get a shitty fight. That's mm-hmm. what happened, straight right, up. Right. Fight sucked. However, I won the fight. So this guy, when you were doing this interview, was he, like, mocking you? Like, what was he doing that was pissing you off so much? No, listen, uh, obviously I could take his job if I wanted to on air. I just destroyed him on air with everything, fight talk, everything. So he was a little defensive already. And I'm like, yeah, man, that fight sucks. So it gave him a chance to jump in. Oh, that fight was terrible. Oh, so before that, oh, so there was like a buildup already where he was like kind of uh, like. A little bit. And then I even told him, and then he was like, well, what's next? I said, I have have no idea, man. This is a weird fight. You know, what they're going to do with me, I don't know. Because technically, really, I won the fight. They gave Arlovsky a main event against Bigfoot. So obviously, they're not too mad at him. So with me, I'm not sure. I said, who do you think I should fight? And he had, you know, he just, he had, he couldn't come up with anything. He had nothing. Mm. What did you think about the Struve situation, man? That's kind of crazy. Heartbroken. I was, I was looking forward to that fight. And honestly, I think it was almost a, I don't want to say a blessing in disguise, but I don't think Struve would have won that fight. Really? You're, you're off. I don't. Wow. I don't at all. And I think the, the time away, they wanted to give him more of a, a easier fight, a guy where he could get his bearings back, get used to the octagon and mm-hmm. the lights. It's a different animal, man, when you haven't fought in a while. For those Instead, Mitrione calls him out. Let's explain what happened. If you want to, no, go ahead. You got this thing. For folks who don't know what happened, um, Stefan Struve is a uh, really tall fighter, seven he's like, foot. Yeah, he's, he's a skyscraper. They call him legit seven feet and uh, doing well in the UFC. Has some pretty big wins, and then all of a sudden he has a heart condition, like a serious, legit heart condition. They don't know if he's ever going to be able to fight again. 
So he um, <clears throat> takes some time off. I don't know what they did to try to fix his situation. He had surgery. He had surgery mm-hmm. on his heart? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He had surgery with these valves and stuff, crazy stuff. Fuck. In his hometown. And he had to, get, he had to see like all these doctors before one was like, yeah, let's do this. So anyway, um, he has his surgery. Takes how much time off? It's quite a while. Quite a while, yeah. You're looking more at, than a year. Yes, oh for sure. So he's off for a long time, and um, he's in the locker room getting ready for his fight, and his heart starts beating like really fast, and he has like an almost fainting spell, like essentially like his body goes limp, and they go, yeah, that's about it for you, buddy. And they uh, they wow. pull him off the card like you which know, you have to hour before you're supposed to fight. Can you imagine if that happened inside the octagon? They announce his name and this oh, and giraffe <laughs> passes out <laughs> like in, on inside the cage like a like a zoo animal just. Imagine if he's like skyscraper. <sighs> before about he's taking the steps up to the octagon, yeah, and just fucking boom, collapses. seven foot. No one's catching him, son. Oh my god, he's breaking Ariane's neck when yeah, he falls. You know no what I'm saying? Kidding, you don't, right? you don't want that. Well, it's happened plenty of times on a basketball court where somebody didn't live. You know, so you can't, you can't play around. It has that's true, that's yeah, sure. Big guys have a real hard time. Those really tall, tall. <laughs> there's tall there's guys. a condition for I, real. Yeah, there's a condition, and I can't remember the name of it. Where where. You know, you just people drop dead of a heart attack. Well, they don't live very it's long. They're ju- oh yeah, the, those yeah. seven foot dudes. Well, he he has two strikes against him. One, name the oldest fighter. You know, there's not a lot of grandpas out there with cauliflower. You know what I'm saying? Or you know what I'm saying? True. There's just not. And right. then he's seven foot tall with a little nub. I made that up. I don't know if he has a little nub, but and a little nub for a dick. L- you're l- yes. And why'd you say that? I don't know. I don't know. I have no hey, idea. You calm down <laughs> right now. <laughs> the man's already <laughs> so, having a bad day. I know. You I know. Listen, I love Stroop with man. a little nub. So he's seven foot and he's a fighter. So yeah, he's he's on the back nine of life for sure. That's the kind of insult a guy with a giant dick just throws around. All willy nilly. He's got a little nub. Just you called him a giraffe and now he's got a little nub. Well, giraffe is a perfect way to describe him because he's. So long yeah. and gangly. I, I, I think Mitrione would have beat him. Really? I do. Mm-hmm. I think it was a horrible matchup for him. When because we have the same manager, and mm-hmm. when they to- he was telling me he's like, yeah, because uh, when I was looking for a fight before Arlovsky, before the Hunt fight fell off, they're like, Struve's gonna be back, man. I'm like, I don't want to fight the guy coming back from heart surgery. Everyone's <laughs> gonna hate me, man. If he died. I don't want to do- exactly. I'm like, I don't want him dying on me. I don't want to be known as that Chest guy. Punch. Well, th- that's a good point because uh, did you see the Justin Gagey um, Nick Newell fight? I did. I heard Gaethje just beat him like Nick Newell has one arm. He's a one-armed fighter, and oh, everybody's no. like rooting for him because he's a one-armed. Everyone fighter, roots for him. That yeah. Gaethje kid's a bad motherfucker. He is. He's an animal. I started with Gaethje. Well, I, Gaethje. His first day in the gym, I was there. We had the same head coach in Denver. He's an animal. He's an, an animal. All-American wrestler. Yeah. Finished seventh at nationals. Bru- brutal striker. To? Brutal really? striker. And Nick Newell's tough as shit. But uh, I didn't see the fight. I know Gaethje like just manhandled him. Right, beat he him just up. Just beat his ass. Got one arm. Yeah, but it's like that's the weird thing. It's like you're watching a guy beat a guy up who has one arm. Yeah, and Newell's a you know is very tough. There's no no doubt about it. Newell's very good. He's very tough. Now let's let's say you've never seen MMA before. You're like flipping through the channels. You're like, oh, check it out, MMA. Hold up. Yeah, this guy has one arm. Getting yeah. his ass whooped. What is this? Yeah. Make a wish? You know what I'm saying? Like, this isn't cool. And, mm. and then again, if a guy with one arm beats you, that's even more of a mind fuck. Yeah. Like, do you guys beat by a guy who has one fucking For arm? Sure. I remember when in high school we would uh, wrestle guys sometimes who were deaf or blind. It was always an interesting thing. Well, that's different. I had, I had a yeah. buddy who thought mm. he was going to be the next freaking, uh, you know, 
wrestling all-star, and he got paired up with a girl, and she beat him. He was crying oh, in the back. It's wow. classic. Well, deaf. Alan Deshani was I there. wrestled a couple guys who were deaf, and I wrestled a couple guys who were blind. Deaf's different. really interesting. Yeah, deaf, they can see you. They grab a hold of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. One arm, though? How's he defend head kicks? One arm's tough. It's a good question. It's a very good question. You know, there's a dude who's like the best pool player in the world who's deaf. And when really? he plays pool, he turns his hearing aid off. Just, wow. He doesn't hear shit. You can talk all just the shit you out. want. Just goes into a zone and just fires See, balls. See, that's an advantage. Yeah, somebody, that's an advantage. Somebody's talking about how, uh, I remember somebody so was saying with wrestlers, at least, like they can't hear themselves breathe, which which has an Deaf effect. Deaf wrestlers? Some, yeah. Which I never thought about. Well, has so, a good so effect does, or a bad effect? So I guess a, a good effect in the terms of it's not doesn't get they don't psychological. Freak out. Yeah, they don't freak out. You don't know your fatigue. I don't that, know about no, that. No, you might be onto something because when I listen to music and I do conditioning, yes. I was just going to say when that. I listen to music, I take it off. I'm all, dang, I'm dry even, son. I'm about to pass out. <laughs> right. Put the music back on. I'm like, oh, I'm straight. Yeah. yeah. yeah but when you're running, listening to music, you yeah. don't realize how totally. tired you are. You're just sweating. You feel good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that you get better cardio good in point. when you when you have the the music jam. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's a clinical. I've seen a clinical study where music does help your endurance stuff like that it seems like it would yeah. it seems like it would help you if you're doing like strength and conditioning workouts yeah. it seems like it would really I have the tiger in. guys on a loop it's the eye of the tiger and I bench I bench hard you know the eye of the tiger guy is the same guy that is the uh, Bud Light guy Bud Light you remember that no Those really co- yeah he would like sing yeah, yeah 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 you know uh they would have like these funny yeah, things. Yeah, they'd be like, uh, but to you, Bud Light guy. To, to you, you, Mr. To you, Couch Carry Guy. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. him. Mr. Couch Karaoke yeah. Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, would be, he was a really nice guy, man. He was, um, he was the guy from Survivor, the lead singer of Survivor. Wow. He was with us on the Maxim Comedy Tour when I did it with Charlie Murphy and right. John Heffron. Super nice guy. Great voice, too. Yeah. Real quick, we got heavyweights up right Derek now. Derek Lewis. Well, we, were, we were in the elevator with this guy. We were in the elevator, and he's he's a legit giant. Yeah. Much bigger than you, Brennan. You were standing He's got Knockout King tattooed on his chest. Well, there you go. He was it's kind of scary, really. He was just hanging out. <laughs> hey, he, he was I'm, hanging out. We were like, what are you doing? He goes, I'm fighting tonight. That's like, scary. This girl's ass is scary. This Brazilian chick, good googly moogly. Really? She was, they had International Fight Week, so they had like the Brazilian girls walk they up and the American girls them, walk bro. up. Oh, and boy. someone needs to scrape some DNA off those Brazilian girls and clone here, that I'll do it. Here, <laughs> here, I'll do it. Clone. They can cross, they can cross yeah. the desert without Ooh, water. Ooh, he's loading like up a heavy right hand from downtown. Yeah, whatever they have that grows asses like that in Brazil, yeah. please preserve it. It's Don't let it go out like the dodo bird. Sign <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's let a those asses go out I'll like the dodo bird. I'll tell you what it is. It's a wonderful, it's a mix of, of Spanish and <laughs> black and, yeah, and everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. Well, it's such a melting pot. You yeah. know? Bro, they had all the ring card girls. I went into the green room and I was literally like fans, they, they, they have fans back there. I had to shut them down. Oh. I'm like, just give me a second. I'm literally trying to focus over Oh, here. how about this? Um, you know, I change and I have to wear a suit. You know, I wear this custom tailored suit that the UFC. Your boy Goldie me. wears a three piece. Yeah, guess where I change? I change I know the same change. room where the girls change. Yep. Ooh. So we're we're all buddies. Boner yeah. patrol. <laughs> Boner patrol. No, no all bro, friends I'm here. Sorry, man. Professional as shit. That's true. You keep your eyes do you on think, the floor. Do you think I ever don't flex when I'm in there though? <laughs> you For sure, sucking it go? in. You know <laughs> you do. You know. Do I ever do. let go of my gut and just stick it out like I'm pregnant? <laughs> Listen, bro, no, I, I was don't. just I was just in Mexico for three days, walking around the beach with no shirt on. I I my stomach hurt. I was holding it in the whole time, doing everything I could. And I got people news let for themselves you, pal. Go. If you hold it in, it doesn't matter. Hey, bro. Look you don't know. Packing. Look what you're packing. I got a beautiful Derek, body. Derek, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> Derek Lewis. <laughs> 
Derek Lewis has got. Uh, yeah, we should talk about the fights here. Guto oh. Inocente, that's oh. his name. I don't. I've never even heard of this guy, Guto. Mm. Me neither. Yeah, yeah I think not, I'd know heavyweights. He's got some old school. Trauma. I was talking to Derek on the on the elevator. No idea who he is. Like, what's up, bro? How yeah. you doing? Because Brian wouldn't stop freaking fantasizing about his big ass body. I was staring at him, and did. I go, I go, are you a lawyer? And so I said to him, he, he goes, I'm fighting tonight. Uh, I said, at uh, light heavyweight. He goes, heavyweight, bro. I said, oh damn. No, you said what weight? I go 135, Brendan. Good question. What, like literally a, a foot taller than you. I just didn't know him. What can you foot do? Foot taller than Brendan? No, no, but no. He's bigger. He's, bigger. he's, no. he's, he's, he's a legit six. Five. No. Yes, he was. He might be at sandals on. A lot bigger than you. Yeah. Thicker wow, for Brian's sure. Oh, fucking with you. Oh shit! Big shot. Brian's kind of fucking with well, you. Well, I just you, you know that? he needs to be careful of this guy. Do you hear That's what he's saying? To say. You got to be like, careful of Derek Lewis. He's trying, to, he's trying to get me fired. I'm up. protecting he's... him. I'm protecting my friend from Derek Lewis. Friend, you, 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 uh, you know uh, the uh, last um, time he did this? You know the last time he did this what? on on our uh, podcast? He started talking about Frank Mir, and I went. I, and Frank Mir is one of my all-time favorite fighters. I love the you guy. challenged, love the guy. Right. I didn't challenge him. You start talking shit about him and me and him fighting. So I'm like, I'd love to fight Frank Mir. Sign me up, man. That'd be amazing. It'd be an honor. Sure enough, headlines come out. Shab wants to fight Frank Mir. Calls him out. It's all because of Callan talking shit, That's pushing your is. buttons for sure. Um, Brendan, how tall are you? Six four. You're taller. Okay. Than Derek Lewis? Yes. Wow. Derek Lewis is six three. So shut your mouth. He Tom, looked a lot taller. Because you're almost did he not or did he? Uh, I, I I didn't think so. I didn't really. Think. He did to Callum because he's black. Listen, it, yeah, right. Every person we walked by, Callum, be like, God, that guy's tough. I bet he's tough. I went, Brian, oh. if you're gonna do that all day, we're at a, <laughs> we're, at a we're at a fucking UFC expo. They all are. We're at a me. UFC. I was but about to freak out, bro. No, bro, me. I was about to freak out. <laughs> We, we go in the green room. There's Anthony Pettis in there, Joey Benavidez, you know, Chuck Liddell. Brian goes, bro, <laughs> there are some tough guys around no, here. That's what no. he said. Oh, shit, he's out. Oh, he's out. Oh, he's out. Oh, boy. oh beautiful. Beautiful yeah. job. In the transition, Derek Lewis cracked him with a right Ooh, hand. What's he doing, oh, though? Easy, Derek. That's easy. a terrible celebration. <laughs> that was like a donkey. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God that dude is gone. gone. He, he goes, just goes, what happened? What happened? Yeah, been there. Did he say belt? Yeah, be careful, Brendan. Did he say belt? Ben, Brendan, buy him. Just buy him lunch. Oh, look at this. He's doing the be belt polite. thing. Yeah, you don't even want to be in the mm. same room as Cain Velasquez, dude. Mm. Well, I was in the I same like the room. confidence, though. I was though. in the same I like room the as Cain confidence. Velasquez today. That's... Well, you got to go back Far to... Far stretch, my man. Phil Baroni, when he when he uh, knocked out uh, Dave Manet, he's like, I'm the best ever. Best I'm ever. I'm the best ever. He was so fired up. That, by the way, is one of the best ever knockouts. True. He pinned him up to the cage with punches, kept him up with punches. Manet was out cold, and Baroni was like literally keeping his body standing Bro, up. Little punches. story about Baroni. I, I was even fine. I was just a super fan, and Pride came to Vegas. I got all my money together to buy these bullshit tickets with my best friend, and they were taking pictures outside the Caesar's oh, Palace. No. Fedor. Croca, everyone's there. I'm in. I got a boner the entire time. I'm so excited, man. I see Brony, my boy, liked him, and he, and I didn't want to take a picture with Brony, but my boy goes, "Hey, man, get a picture." I'm like, "All right." There's a line. I go up to Brony, I tap on the story, I go, "Hey, man, you mind if we get a pic?" I'm not making this up. Turns around, gets in my face, goes, "Yo, bro, you just call me a prick?" I'm like, absolutely not. Asked for a picture. I said, "Pic." He goes, "Let's do it." And I still have the picture. He takes a picture, but he's staring off at like some girl's ass. He's not even looking at the camera. And that, that's the first time I ever met Phil Baroni. <laughs> take it easy. Did you Wait, just call no. me a prick? And I literally was like, oh, no, 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 stuttering and shit. No, sir. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Phil Baroni in the house, man. Beast. Cain Velasquez. There he is. Hmm. 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 
Size that guy up. Oh yeah, I've been. I was all around day. him all week. They were in the same yeah. room. I was mm-hmm. there. I was like, all right. what do you do when you stand around that guy? What what goes through your mind? I just want what he has. You know, I'm just like, you want to, you want to be. If I'm yeah. being honest, 100%. fuck that guy. That's what I do when I walk. When I walk down, I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus that, that's so, I'm glad you're so glad you're so honest. Oh, boy. Like when when I went to the <laughs> oh, Bryce is oh boy. <laughs> we what's, oh, what's he gonna do? Fight me? Sure, let's do it. Oh well, yeah, I'm in here. More more of the shit. Like fuck uh, EA Sports. <laughs> fuck fuck King Blast. Fuck that guy. I fuck get, everything. I get fuck trouble. the purge. I get in trouble with this stuff. He got in a little trouble. For no, that. I love yeah. the purge. Yeah. I love the purge. But you were just fucking around, man, you know? With the EA Sports stuff? Yeah. Listen, man, my feelings got hurt because I'm not in the EA Sports game. <laughs> so they asked me what so I thought of it. A fan out. asked me what I thought of it. And I give my, this is, that's how I feel, man. I was like, I think I, sh- I should be in the game. And so, uh, you know, I'm not going to say what I re-said, but, you know, I said some bad things about not being in the game because my feelings were hurt. But then I went and said, hey, listen, Fighting the Kid fans, tweet EA Sports and tell them how much you love for me to be in the game. So, uh, of course, headlines came out. Shop says blank, blank, EA Sports. Well, Did man, not go might, well. Might got, a call from Uncle, for, got a call from Uncle Dana. <laughs> got a call from Uncle Dana. Well, that's the problem with podcasts. Is like you can take something that we say out of context over the course of a long show. Three-hour show. Fucking around and talking shit and having right. fun. And, you you know, you joke around. And you're like, fuck this or fuck that. And, and Bro, and, when I say fuck, when, when I walk, like... So there's a UFC party I went to at uh, some club in, who knows, in Vegas, right? I walk in, there's the table, and it's Cain Velasquez. And when I say I walk in and say, fuck that guy, it's because I want what he has. I'm not being disrespectful. Fuck that guy means I'd love to fight him. I want what he has. Uh, and, I, and I work just as hard as he does, if not harder. And That's hopefully, how I feel hopefully, about it. Hopefully you're going to be, you'll see him one day across the ring and you can't have reverence for him. So you got No, be, and hopefully know. one day he comes into a party and says, looks at me and says, man, fuck Brendan Schaub because he wants to fight me. Right. That's what you want. Right. Yeah. Right. Just. That's it. That's all. Just, if it comes to Derek Lewis, though, just, just stay out of his way. It's just a thing where, you know, when you take things out of context. I know. Just, oh, I get so comfortable. Like, you guys are my boys. We're in this, you know, we're in this. Room, it's all comfy. I got coffee. It's all warm. We're chilling. We're all friends. You got mics on. I don't know. I forget where I'm at sometimes. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It's one of those things. You I'm just, learning. You're having fun. I mean, to combine the two of them and the, like the professionalism. That look at this. Doom, doom. One shot from that. Doom, boom. He's six eight. Oh man, he's six three, Brian. <laughs> well, he's you don't know. He slouches when he's six three. When he's standing tall, look at that. He's got a T-shirt of him um, himself. Yeah, he, he said he's been looking at Kane for a while. A picture of everybody as Kane. That's what he's saying. Mm. So he's trying to set himself up for a title shot. Boy, okay. Hold, hold. I, li- I like the dream, though. I it's like good to have a dream. Yeah, you know, it's good to have a dream. You might want to. Wait a little bit. There's a lot of guys kind of waiting in line and stuff. I want to wait a little bit. I want to. Oh, boy. Boom. Ouch. Ouch. I would be surprised if Homeboy got knocked out because the Boom. Two, to 205. Boom. Real small heavyweight. Boom. Boom. Is, yeah. Damn. Herb Dean. Gotta love Herb. You got to love the celebration. Boom. For sure, show some emotion, though. Yeah. All right, there we go. Kid hits hard. Got to give him that. No doubt about that. No doubt. 
He's a giant. This man. just in, though, every heavyweight hits hard. This just in. This just in. If you don't, this it's a bad in. time for you. <laughs> Anywhere on your head. Has there ever been a heavyweight that doesn't hit hard? A guy like a pillow fighting heavyweight. What is Oscar De La Hoya doing? What's Let's going hear on here? this. Crank this shit up. Crank this shit up. I just picture him in drag. Yeah. Is that weird? You can't. Can't not. I'm not mad at him for that though. No, me neither. I, I respect. Do the I same respect thing. him a little more. more volume, Jamie. I respect him more. Oh, how cute! Is he selling us on the fight right now? I think he is. They must be in, in some sort of a thing. Oh, he's promoting. Oh, okay. okay. Boring. Hey, oh, Oscar, like you see? <clears throat> Sweet. Looks looks fantastic, by the way. It doesn't look bad. doesn't look like he took any shots to the face at all, actually. Well, you know, he just got out of rehab, man. Yeah. Like, a, lo- a lot of guys that have long boxing careers st- start getting depressed. Yep. And a lot of them start seeking, like, help with their dopamine levels using the wrong shit like alcohol and cocaine yeah. and yep. that will 100% be me I'm going to tell you guys that right now 100% <laughs> oh, God. after Arlovsky I was like I oh, might God. need to check myself you'll be able to rehab. fight at 205 no, <laughs> I might no need problem. to go into rehab yeah you'll you felt it oh kidding me what First of all, him and drag, you can't be mad. He's looking up some dime piece. She was like, listen, the only way you can hit this, if you put on these stockings and put some lipstick on, guess what? I'm putting on some stock and some lipstick to hit that. You know what I'm saying? Well, she's Russian, too. A Russian stripper. Those bitches are mercenaries. They get wild, man. Whatever. Mercenaries. Mercenaries. Mercenary. Who was the guy? We brought the girl up, and she had her phone, her iPhone. She recorded the whole... What was the guy's name? Recorded everything he was saying. Who's that? She, she kept it in her purse. Oh, God. He had a TV show. I what did he say? Did Talking he about say Jerry crazy? Springer? Ooh, Just all it? kinds of How nasty g- stuff when he was this. having sex with her. Canelo, man. Canelo. God damn, this kid's good. Super Ooh, good. Oh, beautiful. That Austin Trout oh fight. Look at that. God. Ah, that fight was. Uh, kid I don't want to get into boxing, but yeah. The Austin Trout fight? Ah, I don't know it? if he won that one. That was tough, man. The Trout fight. That one right there that you just saw him drop yeah, that dude? Yeah, you see him drop him, but yeah. he, that was a close fight, man. And then all you do is see the highlights because he's fighting Floyd Mayweather next. Mm-hmm. They made it seem like he just destroyed Trout. He definitely did not. I would have to go back and watch that again. I don't remember. You have to see it, yeah. But and I then remember. Floyd Mayweather just put a clinic on him. It's too much, I think. Too much. Well, too he's soon. Too he's slick. too big. He's too well, big for that weight class. Canelo, as you think? Yeah. Well, f- to fight Floyd Mayweather at the weight they fought in. You think he cuts too much or he's not fast enough? He's not fast enough for Floyd. Yeah, that's interesting, man. Floyd is fast as fuck. He's also just so smart. This is boxing. So smart. Intelligence. His defense is the best in the world. Yeah, there's nothing like it. I've only seen him hit once. The only time I've ever seen him hurt. Was Shane Mosley? Those the only time I've well, seen him really he got, he got a little. Uh, yeah, that's true. My Donna little, tagged him a little bit. My Donna tagged him. They're rematching. I don't care about that rematch. Madonna? I don't want to see it. I don't want to really? see that rematch. They're rematching. You want to see it? Yeah, really? Yeah. I'm not into it. Well, I definitely want to see the Floyd Mayweather Sugar Shane Mosley rematch. You know yeah, what I mean? So, like, that. although I met Sugar Shane at SDK, yeah, boy, a little punchy. Yeah. A little punchy. Yeah. That's what happens. That's what happens. A few years back, I uh, ran into Terry Norris at a boxing event. And it was it was super depressing. Oh, I hadn't yeah. seen him in forever, and all of a sudden I see what is what's going on here with this guy? Oh, helping guys with um, disabilities, injuries coming off of uh, war, probably. Yeah. 
he builds champions for the is this a show? It's all just strength and conditioning. Everybody has to have AstroTurf now. American Muscle. That's what it is. A new series, American Muscle. I will 100% watch that. I will be into that one yeah. for sure. You will American, not miss an episode. American Muscle. How crazy is I that? I didn't say a word then when that was there, and I was just super into it. You they guys have, probably won't watch that. They, I'll watch I'll it be for watching sure. It. They have shows now about guys making pools. <laughs> My friend who came up with me with this, advice, this show... I told you that I got an ear beating this weekend. This guy trying to tell me how you know how can I make this show? I'm like I don't fucking I'm the wrong guy to talk to. But he's like, do you think it could be a show? I'm like, dude, there's a show about a guy that makes pools. That's it. Yeah. So anything's really? possible. Yeah. Not only that, all those shows, 100 percent bullshit. Like <clears throat> it's all those, scripted, right? Those Pawn Star yeah. shows, yeah. not not Pawn Star shows. The um the, the, the storage, the storage source. Yeah. Those they fill those lockers up. Uh, they set it all up. There's wow. a, a guy who uh, got fired from one of those shows, and, and he ratted them all out. I'll tell you right now, if you tell me Team Mom's scripted, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I'm going to freak out. If bitches yeah. are getting pregnant just for the show, I'm about to freak out. I love that show, man. Well, I guarantee out. you there are some girls out there that are young and dumb who would get pregnant to be on TV. Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, MTV, if you think that made people not want to have babies. It did the exact opposite. These girls are like, hold up. I get more Instagram followers by getting pregnant and get on MTV? Yeah. 100% blow your load in me. Well, they're not doing it because they're trying to save the world. I mean, that I hate when they, like, we're just trying to let everyone it's know. It's like teen pregnancy really is a serious problem this day and mm. age. Derek Lewis and Guto Inosante. How do you say it? Inosante. Guto Inosante. I was just looking at Daniel Cormier in a suit, and there's no reason he should be as tough as he is. He just looks like... The UPS guy. What are you talking about? Daniel Cormier does not look like the killer. I mean, Please shut your mouth. He doesn't. He's, he's wide as a house. Yeah, but I mean, I, he's not. He's actually in a suit. He looks kind of like a thick guy. He's just small. Like, You're saying he's kind of small. He just doesn't look like you know. He's, he's, he's so amazing and such a killer, and has been so dominant. It's just not what you when you look at him in a suit. You're like, well, he looks like a thick guy. I've seen a lot of guys like that. You're so look weird. At him. You're such a net. strange guy, bro. That's so weird, right? Yeah, you're so weird. Because I'll see a little jujitsu guy yeah. and be like, "Gosh, oh, I bet that guy would fuck. rip your dick." Well, <laughs> Conan, Conan looks like a like a you know like a monster. Conan. You know? You know do you I mean? have any idea what Cormier would do to Conan? Oh, Sobier? I know all about it. I know <laughs> now. Back I know. Then, I know. Whenever, That's whenever. what's amazing. Three o'clock in the morning, drunk, <laughs> standing outside a fucking right. a pizza place. Right. And, and what is he? Five, ten, maybe ten. Five eleven, maybe. I'll give him five eleven. Yeah. He's an animal. Well, yeah. you know, you know what he is. He's a world class athlete. Yeah, that's what he yeah, is. He's a world. And the athlete. mind of a world class wrestler like that is something. His that mentality. Just, he never seems time. remotely nervous. It looks like he's going to buy yeah, milk. You know what? The only time I saw him nervous, Frank Mir. Really. Really? Yep. I, and he even admitted it. Wow. He admitted it. He had UFC jitters when he fought oh, Frank Mir. First UFC he was like, yeah, dang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he actually talked about that, the UFC jitters. UFC jitters are real, man. 100% it's guess real. Guess what? He didn't have them with Dan fucking Henderson. Holy shit, he didn't have them. God, he ragged Nobody's ragged I, I, I thought it was an episode of Bully Beatdown. I was like, oh, yeah. cool, Bully Beatdown. Nope, UFC preview. You know, <laughs> it's a pay-per-view. He just Crazy. beat the shit. Why'd he pick him up and body slam him like that? Because he Don't could. do that to Dan <laughs> Henderson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You bastard, you killed Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you killed Dan. <laughs> Why'd he do that to him, though? Dan was all tan and shit, too. Yeah. And choked him unconscious. Dan didn't even tap. He went Weird. out like a man. They don't uh, make Brian Stan, Brian said, couldn't be in better shape than anybody... In, on the like, it was just so as tight as he got. I looked. I was grabbing his arms. I was like, "Are you ready to fight?" He's like, "I'm two weeks out." Bro, two I weeks can't out. stand when guys wear three piece suits Why? on TV. I don't know. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah, you they, work at a funeral home. I'm sorry. They Did got me die? those jackets and the whole thing. They got me the the 
collared, the shirts that are form-fitted and the pants that are fitted to my legs and all that shit. And the jacket, I wore it a couple times, and I'm like, this is just too goofy. It's just not you, huh? I can't do it. They, yeah. You want to put your jacket on for this interview? Put your jacket on for this? I'm like, is it going to make it better if I have a jacket on? <laughs> More like, this formal. is ridiculous. It's no. The, the three-piece suit's it's too formal, man. It's too much for Behind me. Behind me, people in their underwear about to shin kick each other <laughs> in the face. And you want me to wear a jacket like I'm selling insurance. <laughs> I don't get it, man. I don't get it. It's weird. It's too weird. It's a weird thing, our cultural, you know, desires to all have the same fucking outfits on if we're being serious or classy or doing formality. formality. I have a suit on, so listen to what I'm saying. I know what I'm saying. Clearly, I'm prepared for no nonsense. Apparently, if I have a V-neck on, I'm playing grab ass. Standards? Well, guess what? I'm playing grab ass all the time, then. (laughs) Iron Mike Productions? Yep. Oh my God! Mike Tyson has his own production. Oh my God! Mike Tyson must be bored as shit. Yeah, he's doing it's that Wednesday now. and Thursday. Wow! Iron Mike Productions. Interesting, man. Interesting. Did you see a show when he was doing Broadway stuff? <laughs> no. I never oh, it was saw good. It. I heard it was awesome. It was Is he awesome. done with it? Did he stop doing it? I think so because he's doing that bullshit promotion thing now. Oh, the fights. Yeah, I yeah. bet so. I bet he's done. Well, he's only got so many stories, I guess. You know, I mean, it's one of those things. Like, did you guys remember? Um, the, the defending the caveman. Do you yes. remember that? Yeah. It was essentially like a I hack stand up comedy act. And it was like, you know, he's made so much money on that. But yeah, oh. not only did he make so much money out of Michael Chiklis, that guy from The Shield, yeah. he actually performed it for a while. Wow. He was selling it so other guys could perform it. Like he had yeah. this act and guys would do it. It was like he was selling it as a, a theater show. Right. But it was essentially like, Kind of a hacky stand-up comedy. It's act. still performed everywhere. I've I mean, never heard of it. It's still making a fortune. It's so weird. It's the difference in men and women. And yeah, it's defending men the are like this and yeah. women are like that, but it's nothing groundbreaking. It's like no. you know, I mean, I guess it's probably well done if people yeah. enjoy it. I saw it on Broadway. What would you think about it? I thought that it was it was well written. I, I didn't think he was a performer. He wasn't. The, I saw the original guy who wrote it d- do it, and then uh, and so then now he just licensed it, licenses it out to uh, to other actors to Scrubs. Yeah, but it's actually it's scrubs. back then. Back With, then they, they have to have he, it. From he material. basically <laughs> draws the distinction between hunters and gatherers. Mm-hmm. And when the what difference is when men go to shop, for example, they they're linear. They want to go get their jeans. They're going to find it and kill it and take the jeans and leave. Women when they go shop, they want to touch things, smell it. They they go through it. They, it's, they're gathering. Well, then I'm a chick. It's, it's, it was I a lot. There's a lot of truth to it. Yes, I you are. You have I don't. Of, you have yeah. a lot of feminine energy, bro. Nah, I like I like my I like my fashion, man. Yeah. I don't like to rush and fucking grab jeans from Target. All right. Why'd you look at my Why'd you look at my groin? It's in my face. There you go. You like my Japanese denim, huh? Jeans from Target. These are Japanese <laughs> denim. These jeans are not from, from Target. <clears throat> I buy ninety percent of my clothes online. Really? Yep. Uh, How's it fit? Because you're not a small dude. You have no. weird dimensions. <laughs> I feel you do. You have weird well, dimensions. Well, the reason I say weird dimensions. Like dimen- a bridge troll. No, because yeah. you're like thick. You know what I'm saying? You're in shape. Yeah, I buy. So you can't buy just like regular sweatpants from freaking Sam's Club. Yeah, I buy things that are like I, certain brands that I could buy, like Lucky Jeans. I could yeah. buy like Lucky Jeans, but I have oh, to I buy the waist saying. too big. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a 30, 32 inch waist, so I buy like a 33 or 34 inch waist. So, so they fit my ass. legs. Yeah. Loud snore on the planet, by the way. How's your snoring going? It's not bad. No? It's pretty good. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Went deer hunting. Didn't sleep for four days. Because <laughs> he it was snoring? Start, it would start about two in the morning. Just... <laughs> I'm a little neck bit of snore myself. Oh, I'm a little right. bit of snore myself. It's a neck I thing. would do this to you. I'd go... Is it? Eh, eh. I'd go... Eh, eh, eh. 
and you and you go and stop for a second. Then you go. By the way, I got a new I got a new mouthpiece. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Really? Yeah. So we can cuddle now. Mouthpiece. It's amazing. Fantastic. I got a mouthpiece that presses my tongue down and keeps my tongue from falling back in my mouth. So you don't snore. Yeah, that's what it is. It's uncomfortable at first. It feels like you're gonna throw up. Like someone's trying to put their dick down your mouth. <laughs> trying to deep throat your <laughs> mouth. My, my, my father's got really bad sleep apnea. He's got to have like a mask and everything. Yeah, I mean. but that's what I'm trying to avoid doing. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's also a surgery that you can get where they take out your tonsils and your adenoids. My friend did it. Yeah. It was long or, or you just keep snoring and you go on with life, right? Yeah, but you know what? Dudes say that is long recovery. They also say that about the fucking nose thing. I, that The deviated septum I thing had it done. kept yeah. me from doing it for a long time. I had it done. It was easy. Yeah. It was great. I mean, my nose is a little sensitive, but I was rolling six weeks later, and I was breathing great. Yep. Do you still breathe great? Because my, my surgery... <sighs> Oh, pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good, dude. My whole life, I had a whack nose. I fell. Wow. Uh, my surgery down a didn't. My surgery wasn't successful. Well, you probably went back to the gym like a week later and started getting punched in the you face. You just said you went back a week later. Rolling. Six I was weeks. rolling. Yeah. No punches. Getting you fell down the, the stairs and broke your nose when I was five. Yeah, when I was five years old, smashed my nose, shattered it on a cement stair, and uh, from then on, it was useless. And then my whole life was wrestling, martial arts. I got hit in the face. Who knows how many times? Yeah. I know I broke my nose at least. Probably ten a dozen times yeah. at least, and then there's all this scar tissue build up, yeah. and then they take your turbinates, they they trim your turbinates down. They my nose actually got wider after the surgery because yeah. when he when he cut me open, this guy was a, a real wizard. He, he retired, Doctor Feinstein in uh, in uh, Encino, and he put these like these uh, form the, these uh, these things these plastic splints mm -hmm. and shoved it he's like what That's is your main concern and I explain you know like I, I do martial arts and stuff and I can't breathe out of my nose and all this different jazz and he's like you know we're gonna open it wide we're gonna really get in there and we're gonna trim down the what's called the turbinates all these, these different things we're gonna spread it out so he like cut me open and and took out all this scar tissue and I mean he showed it to me he had like a plate Ugh. of all the shit they pulled out of my nose oh it was incredible and then he stuffs these plastic things in that sort of wedged my nose open and then stuffed these foam inserts mm -hmm. in place. Oh, I man. had the same thing, but my nose collapsed and he had to take a piece of cartilage and put it under my nose. So, and this is, I Where'd am not kidding. Where'd they cut it out? I don't know. He had to put an extra piece. And I'm telling you, what do you mean that for you don't two know? Weeks, it had to be for two weeks, body. my nose, look, my nose, I look like a pig. Hold on. Brian, uh, no, Brian what, what had a nose job. Brian, Brian had a nose job. Brian, but you—they don't take cartilage from other people's body and put it in no, your no, body. No, no, from my from must have taken it from my nose. But he said I had what? to take a piece of cartilage and put it under your nose because it collapsed. They don't take cartilage from your nose and put it in your nose. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> I'm gonna bail it, Brian out on this one. It, so uh, they just showed the <laughs> so they just showed the Ultimate Fighter yeah. where they, the hometown where they go to their hometown show. Yeah. Them. When I this is funny yeah. when I was uh, when I was on <laughs> you guys just passing over my nose. Well, story. you for sure made that up. I'm doing a solid here. I'm doing a solid. I had I literally right. had to have right. it. Re I had right. that, that, that my happened. nose collapsed and they had to put it under and so my mm. nose was up like this yeah, as Patty for it's two called weeks. A nose job. It's called and a nose I said, job. "Is my nose going to come back to normal?" He said, "It'll come back." Well, they gave you a dick nose, which it did. Yeah, your nose looks like. And my nose is a little more turned up than it was. By the way, I used to have a nice bend to my nose. When what year was this? 1983? No, no, it was 1990. 1987. Another summer. 98, I think. 98. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great operation, though, if you get it done correctly and it takes. God. Mine didn't take. But back to, so they showed the Ultimate Fighter where they go hometown. This is when I was the Ultimate Fighter. This is how naive and stupid I was. This is how cocky I was back then. So I had four fights, made it all the way to the finale on Ultimate Fighter. 
they come to your hometown, you're training to get ready for the fight, and they go into like your, you know, your background, your life, stuff like that. And my thing on there, I was talking about how Roy Nelson, who was a former world champion at all these fights, has never fought anybody like me. And that was my, <laughs> that was my comment. I'm like, don't worry, he's never fought anyone like me. And everyone oh, online no. was like, huh? He oh. fought Andre Arlovsky. He fought freaking everybody. <laughs> I just didn't take that into account, man. Back in the day. I was just talking shit day. on mine, yeah. Well, you talk shit, but I love the fact that you admit that you talk shit. <laughs> yeah, what can you do, man? You got to keep it real. got to keep it real. At least you get back in there and fight. So, you know? Yeah, you're honest about the, the shit talk. Yeah. It is important. It's important if you're going to talk shit, to be honest about it. Have you seen this? This is The Strain. This is the Guillermo del Toro. It was a really good book for like three quarters of the way in, and then it became shit. Really? I wonder what they're going to do. But the, apparently the whole time they were uh, making the book for uh, a miniseries. They were designing it as a miniseries. Hmm. It's about vampires. Really? I hope they do a good job. Ooh, anything with vampires I watch. Uh, Me too. Uh, vampires it. or zombies, but I, I prefer to be a vampire if I had to pick one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever think I about that. I love me a monster movie. Me too, I man. Love them. Farmers yeah. only. Hmm. This is all for uh, dudes trying to date chicks. But you have to farmer be a farmer? Chicks. Like, can I get really? on there even though I'm not a farmer and just Dude. clean house with these <laughs> farmer bitches? <laughs> just like, listen, girl, I know I know you're looking for a farmer. Just send her dick pics. But from Marina Del Rey, just on the ocean you with and a dick. Overalls, just She's overalls. All, you ain't no farmer. You ain't no farmer. Get out of here. farming sand, bitch. <laughs> farming sand. I work on a sand farm. Farming sand and growing loads. <laughs> <laughs> like, is there going to be repercussions since I'm not a farmer and I'm trying to slang so. all these bitches on farmers only? No, if you're into dating farmers, you know, like maybe the girls are not just into farmers, they're into guys who like farmer girls. But is there yeah. like one farmer girl who's just a beast on there and none of these <laughs> shitty farmers can get to her? Then I do, I create a profile and they hate me. Maybe. And then right? they come find me. Yeah, there's Show like up. some Misha Tate looking farmer. Yeah, right. Out God, there God. wearing mini skirts and high heels, Aww. pushing the big ass. Just, just, on, just on a horse, just <laughs> blow out ass yeah. on a horse. Yeah, some Jessica Beale looking yeah. farmer bitch. Yeah, she's out there. I'm gonna sign you up think for so? that one. I do. Really? Sure. One hundred percent. There's someone like that. I mean, that you, you, there, you, right? you do stand about in Minnesota and places like that. Some there's Jessica Alba chick yeah. picking apples. She turns some, over, just innocent, just has no hair, idea what's going on. Farm. Looks over her shoulder at you. It's like, oh hi, Brandon. She's been help drinking me with these apples, <laughs> drinking raw milk and eating apples all day. You're just trying to be nice, trying to be nice the whole time. Okay, so Eddie Gordon, who is uh, this is uh, Matt Sarah's guy, mm. and um, he's fighting out of Ray Longo's camp. Matt Sarah Ray Longo, and then uh, Diego Lima, who's uh, Douglas Lima, who's the Bellator champion, bad motherfucker. Yeah, That's his brother. Diego Lima had some fucking good fights in the house. Three rounds in the UFC. Three rounds. I flew in with Bruce Buffer. We had some interesting conversations <laughs> about dating. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> was it really? <laughs> it's only a 40-minute flight. Oh, how many times did you talk about pussy in 40 minutes? Uh, the entire for, for 40 minutes. It was uh, Bruce and this stuff. It was interesting. Have you ever seen the cover of Fighters Magazine, Fighters Only Magazine with Bruce? No. Bruce would like lipstick all over his face, like kisses all over his face, oh, and two hot broads sick. with him. And he's got his cover ever. He's got two like champagne bottles with him. And oh. I said, Jamie, pull that shit up. <laughs> pull that shit up. Living the life. <clears throat> yeah, it's, uh, it's quite redonkulous. Eve Levine. 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 So you know someone is definitely in fucked up if they get knocked out. 
Because he does not jump in early. No. He lets guys Whenever Eve Levine comes into your back room, he's like, listen, I'm be your ref. You're like, damn, I better be on it this fight. I'm about to get my ass whooped if he's done. He stopped the Alexis Davis fight at the right time when Ronda had her out. I agree 100%. No, I'll joke in a I'm just making a joke. He's a great referee. He's a very good referee. Look at this. There's Bruce. Two different. Look at him. He's got the glass. Look, the girl's kissing him. He's got the two glasses. Oh, I love it, man. Bruce just doing the day. Living the La Vida Loca. That's Cub Swanson. That. That's Cub Swanson. If you scroll up, you can see what it says about Bruce Buffer. Scroll down. Scroll right down, side. yeah. Buffer's popping, popping bottles, bottles and kissing, kissing models. models. The secret Playboy uh, lifestyle. Damn! He, and he, it's like a tell-all? <clears throat> of course. All. All. Like, he just, really all. He doesn't hold anything. I back. love it. He told me, Brendan... Why don't you get down to Malibu and we'll find some bitches? All right. Yeah, that was exactly what he said. That's a strange choice of words. No, I love it. Eddie Gordon and Diego Lima. Let's get to this because these are two good fighters. Gordon's a banger, man. He's tough as shit. Looks like Lima's a lot taller. Oh, he's tall. He's very tall. Oh, Gordon cracked him. Whoa. Damn, again. Oh, Oh! I'm assuming he has. Oh, Hammer Fist. He's bringing it, son. I'm assuming he has good jiu-jitsu training with Matt Sarah. Oh, he cracked oh, him with that uppercut. Oh, Beautiful that's, uppercut. That's behind the head. I, oh, yeah. he's, Lima's in big trouble. Big trouble. Boom, yeah, boom, boom, boom. Oh, he's, he's just, out. They should stop. They should you stop are so right, right just, about Lee Levine. Why, why he's out cold. So right. Look at that. Damn, what a performance by Eddie Gordon. Wow, man. Wow. That kid can crack. I love that uppercut through under the armpit. Dude. From damn. the side. You can't see it. Yeah. It's, it's so hard to get out of the way Such of it. Such a nasty Especially punch. when you're against the cage. That's how <clears throat> Henderson got knocked out by, I mean, that's how uh, Fedor. Fedor got knocked yeah. out by Henderson. Man. Damn. That, that kid brought it. It's been brought. Strong fella. Yeah, he brought it, planted it, built the forest with it, cut the forest down, made houses with it. Damn. He's 185 Now pounds, he's on Farmers.com. What's he weigh right now walking around? 220? Mm, it's interesting. I don't know. I mean, I don't come know, on, Brian. He does, he's he's definitely got a little bit of fat on his body. Yeah, he's he also could, got a lot of muscle on his body. Maybe a little bit of jiggling going on there. Yeah. Look at that. Matt, Matt Sarah. Sarah, very excited. Is that Weidman over there? Weidman. 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 His name's Weidman, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, he's the champ is, of the world. How dare you? How good did he look? Yeah, he what? awesome. No one fucks up Machida like that. Look at that. Boom, with that right hand. I see Evan the beard in the back. Boom. So do I. Is that him? Boom. Check this out. Boom! Oh, he fakes it. Oh, Jesus! Boom. And he is now. Is he's hitting on the back. Is he hitting the back of the head there? Yeah, but it, but it, if it's in Where transition, is he in the you're back fine. Of the head. Boom. Boom! You'll see. He hits him in the back of the head. Yeah, right there. Boom! Oh right yeah. There. Well, that was kind of behind the ear. Yeah. In transition, like, you're good though. It doesn't much, matter. You know, they tell you that too. They tell uh, you that in, in the transition. Back. In the back, they go. If you're in transition, you turn your head and you get hit in the back of the head. That's illegal. Oh, boom! Okay. Boom! These are legal. Boom! He's out boom! Here. Now he's out. Boom! Stop boom! That. Boom! So he took about yeah. four that he probably shouldn't have. But no, I think it was perfect. Perfect. I mean, it was perfect stoppage. His arm went limp. You know what's kind of crazy that, when it comes to back of the head? Those head kicks. When you think about a head kick, you're wrapping around. You're completely targeting yeah. the back of the head. The thing you is, know? though, like yeah. they said, it's in transition. There's nothing mm-hmm. you can really do. Yeah. And then, like I said, they tell you in the back. They're like, listen, man, if it's in transition, you're moving it, hits you in the back of the head. It, it's, your, it's on you. Weidman and Anthony Bourdain. Oh, I love Anthony Bourdain. Do you watch yeah. that show? Yeah. Please on I watch it too. What Hercules is this? Is shooting a lion? This is Hercules. That's dude. the rock is Hercules. Yes, he is. 100% natural. 45 years old. Never done a steroid in his no, life. No, never. He's not man. 45. How is old he? is he? Uh, 35, I think. Shut the fuck Shut up. Shut the fuck up. The rock? Uh, the rock? He's wake, making shit up. Come he's on. not 35. He is every bit of 40 something. No. No, no, no. You're wrong. 
Why do you say you're wrong when you Let's don't see. know? Well, First of all, you said, you said Brian, he's, he's 42. Ah, oh, damn it. Is he? Yes. It's insane. He's 42. The thing, the thing yeah. is, I don't even need to check. It's weird. You, I don't need to wrong. check. Yeah, you're I, always wrong. I'm always wrong. <laughs> Pretty much always wrong. 90. You know, give or take, I meant 35. Come on, guys. Come on. Years. What are we fucking splitting hairs? <laughs> you know? Come on, I'm only you arguing. You guys over are all it. like accurate. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I just like being, uh, what is the word, incendiary? Have you ever ridden a motorcycle, man? <clears throat> uh, yes, a long time ago. No, never. Do you want to? <clears throat> really, really bad. Fuck yeah, right? I'm going to buy one, I'm man. Afraid see of those goddamn commercials? It looks like so much fun. I know. So dangerous, though, right? Mm-hmm. If I, I just rode my bike through Venice and I was scared as shit. Super dangerous. I was on the more road. dangerous because you can't move. You can't like really to get out away from shit. I, but they say... Your chances of crashing on your bike's like ninety nine percent the first year you buy one. Yeah, like motorcycle. not debt. Yeah, motorcycle. Like, yeah, I've never. Every biker will tell you it's a matter of time. You're gonna crash. Yeah, it's just how bad is it? I saw a guy die. I Did just you? Don't, I just don't want to do it. I and saw it was a guy. really weird. He slid off his bike and hit a curb and hit his head. Ooh, and that was it. You saw it? Yep. Whoa. Died. What'd you do? Anything? Sucked his dick um, while he's dead. Jacked stopped. him off. <laughs> stopped. I no. got out. Jacked him off. Jumped back in my car. Yep. I got out, fucked him, came in his ass. <laughs> I took his watch. Drove home with his wallet in my pocket. There it is. <laughs> yeah, that was bad news. Gordon's a beast, man. Uh, I know how this guy on the <clears> left <throat> feels right now, losing the ultimate fighter. You think your life is over. I started applying at monsters.com. <laughs> Put a resume on after the ultimate fighter on monsters.com. What's monsters.com? It's, it's where everyone it's search. a job search place where you put your re- upload your resume and people try to find you for a job. Oh man. I'm making that up. I didn't do that. But I felt like doing it. Look at this. Very exciting. Not mad at that ring card, girl. I didn't notice. That guy's got a future. He's got a future. They both do. Yeah. He do- you're right. Diego Lima's got a future, too. What is that? What, what Diego Lima now, what, what does his contract say now? He still fights in the UFC? Yes. He'll get one more shot. You lose that one, you're done. Really? That's Scariest fight I've ever had. Lose to Roy Nelson. Then they tell me, oh, we want you to fight in your hometown. No pressure. Hometown. Four, wow. f- I think four months later. Who'd you fight? Chase Gormley. And beat the brakes off him in 40, 37 seconds. 37 what? seconds in front of the home crowd. Who was your very, next? Who was your fight after that? I, I, just, I just like was throwing like this. I was so nervous. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I was Ryan. so nervous, man. No, most nervous I've ever been because I thought if I lost that, I wouldn't have a career. Which is kind of true. All that work. Kind of oh true. God. Yeah, it is kind of true, right? You lose that one, the UFC goes, oh, we're good, man. Has anybody ever <clears throat> gone from the UFC, gotten cut, came from back? From the Ultimate Fighter? Yeah. Came back and, like, made a run at the title. So far. Nobody, right? I can't think of anyone. No. Who's, like, the best guy that's been cut and looks sensational in other organizations? Probably Anthony Johnson. Well, at right. one point, Nate Marquardt, who, who at Strikeforce won and beat Tyron Woodley. Yeah, but he was fight. in Strikeforce. Still, like, in the yeah. Zufa banner. That's true. Yeah, because the, the oh, Zufa yeah. owned him at the time. Okay. Yeah, and gave him the title shot. Uh, well, like Anthony man, that's Johnson, a good question. Anthony Johnson got caught, but that was mostly a weight issue thing. It was a weight issue. Man, but, I don't... Beast. But God damn, did he look good. God. Think about it. When you get cut from the UFC and you move on, especially a young guy, I'm trying to think who does well. Melvin Gillard just won, but that's really his first one. Did Gillard win? He did win. He missed weight though again. He did again. Yes, it's frustrating. Oh it? my god! Does, does that do you not get any purse when that happens? No, you lose twenty percent of it. Oh. The the other guy gets twenty percent. 
Good old so, so interesting to see different guys and their different weight cutting strategies and you know, some guys believe in drinking distilled water, and some guys say you shouldn't drink distilled water. Like, they're trying to, like, rid their body of electrolytes so it's easy to... Look at this. Boom! Wow. Gordon with the big right hand. And the power. The, um, the idea behind it is that you rid your body of uh, all these electrolytes, keep pumping it with fluids, and then the fluids just flush out of your system quicker, and then you can replenish them quicker. You know, I gotta have uh, Dolce on and talk to him about that. Yeah, show. I'd say whatever Dolce is doing, probably stick to that. Everybody, yeah, yeah. yeah Tiago Alves never looked better in his last fight. That's another thing. A lot of guys are coming in. They're like real light, like the week of, like Machida. Well, Machida walked around at two hundred three pounds. Mm-hmm. It, when yeah. he's champ, when he's competing at two hundred five, he's two hundred three pounds. Yeah. It's tough for him to. You that's, know. Just, that, that's just his natural weight. Yeah, yeah. that's just what he does. You know, he's thinking of going to one seventy. No. Yep. That's what he said in the interview. The way the week of the fight, they said he could go to 170. I was asking them. I was in the locker room with or the, the training room me? with them. Yeah. I see. That's the thing. And people ask me about cutting to two, 205 all the time. When you go down a weight class, everyone's skills get better and everyone's way faster. So right. sometimes it like so. My advantage at heavyweight is cardio, speed, right? Mm-hmm. We well, go down two hundred five. Now you're now you're. It's almost even. It doesn't become your advantage, really. I don't think. Right. This comes a point of diminishing returns, right? Yes. Where it hits the. There was you. Look at yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. TV. You check me out. You'll see now. Job talking. Looks like he's wearing an eyeliner, fights. but he's just got that natural sort of Not, dark. Just thing a black eye all the time. Just, yeah. just the pure just black smoldering. Eye. Just smoldering. Smoldering is right. Just constantly Straight. smoldering. A little mm-hmm. cutie on UFC now. Here it is. Here's your show again. American muscle. I'm on American muscle. Look at me. Uh, I'm picking up weights and I'm doing it on some fake grass. <laughs> fake grass. Everybody has to have fake grass. He builds champions from the inside out. Dun, 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 dun. It looked like that was Rashad Evans. Yeah. All these guys are running. Your strength coach um, was had me. Lauren Lando, in, yeah, invited me to run, come run with the NFL. Some of the NFL. Did you do it? Play. No, I did not. It was your pussy. O'clock. I had to get on a plane to go to Mexico. I thank doubt God. that. Didn't want to get humiliated. <laughs> didn't want to get humiliated. By the way, I would have come up with an excuse anyway. Because guess what? I don't want to have to try to run against the Denver Broncos. No, you, no, I think I'd no, come last you're not running against them. You're, you're no, no, just no, no, you no, jump no, in no, their no, work. No, no, Brennan, no, no, yes, no, I no. am. In my in, in my mind, the mind of Brian Callen. Yeah, he's running. Oh, then definitely don't show up. Don't definitely don't show up. Because not only are you not going to win, but, but their dicks are going to slap you in the face as they run by. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, d- exactly definitely don't right. show up then. Yeah. I thought you. I thought you were going as like a fanboy. It'd be hey, cool for even you. if I was. Doesn't make me feel good about myself. How right. many times a week are you working out, Brian? You talk a lot about working uh, out. Twice a day. Uh, I don't know no, if you know no, that. I, quite honestly, be, be um, real. Almost. Uh, I do something almost every day. Really? Yeah. You Is do that, something. What, you know what? Every day. Can you not like? What? Why? <laughs> Yeah, he's like, really? You made up a nose I mean, job, Jesus. so it's yeah. a little tough. You you made up a, I didn't make up. I made out, but we, I had to go Whatever. back. Whatever. You made, made up. You had a nose job. That'd be a job. weird thing to make up, wouldn't it? It, it is. is. Well, I know, you, but you, you definitely made up the part about them taking cartilage out of your nose. Your and details were super nose. sketchy. They took. Here's what they did. What they doctor did? Doctor. They took cartilage and they put it under right here. Look, that never happened. You can just. Here's the problem. I think if you're a doctor, please write in about how they took. They take a plastic splint and they do put it right there where you're talking about. I had that sort of key. That thing up. They did that to me too. They'd make, but it's plastic. It's no, not no, no. Can I, this is exactly what he said. He said when you were under, you were under for a long time. Your nose collapsed. a long time days. Uh, I was under days. for days. Anesthesia. He said your days. nose collapsed. Michael and Jackson said, stuff. And I had to take. I had to add a piece of cartilage 
right under here. Yeah, that's and what so, he's calling his dick. He's where did they get it from? Those. Yeah, they have uh, to probably cut from it out. the inside. I think no. I have other. I have no, spare cartilage. No, Brian, Brian, there's no spare. Cartilage. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, guys. I'm not. You I think know. you're. I and, think this is a and, long see, time ago. We bailed you out, yeah. and we're back on it. I yeah. tried bailing you out. Brian. This is 16 years ago. Things get real shady guys, when you're talking about something. Guys, I'm gonna stick to my guns here. I had cartilage in my nose. Um, I, I think I, mean, I, don't Brian, have a, I don't really have a dog in Brian's in defense. Race, so. He is at the box gym all the time. Yeah, he's there a lot. I'll give him. That. I believe that. Yeah. I believe that. Boxing a lot. I like working out. Yeah, it's good for you. Yeah. You need it. I feel better if I'm not. I don't want to work out. I, I get a little crazy. Yeah. I By mean, the way, your boy Lauren took me through a workout for an hour, and uh, in that Denver altitude, and I didn't lift a lot you, of weights. Huh? Get you. Let me tell you something. I have trouble. I'm having trouble walking around right now. Oh, this is supposed to be it's a awesome. good fight. This happened earlier. Adriano Martinez. Homeboy kicks him in the nuts. Does he? You'll Martins see. is the guy that Donald Cerrone KO'd. He's a yes. jiu-jitsu champion. Yeah, he's a with jiu-jitsu a guy. With a bad head kick. <clears throat> oh, it was a Cerrone nasty. Hand with a McNasty head kick. Yeah, it was a shin shin to the neck. Damn. This guy's looking like just walking in, yeah. bang, bang, bang. Just, just no head, head movement. Not a, lot of not, not a lot of technique. Just no, straight no, not forward. Not just muscular guys are just walking in. So. Well, the dude has good striking and good jiu-jitsu, too. He's really good jujitsu. Yeah, definitely better. Definitely the best, better. What, than the guy striking. with the beard. Or the guy who are you talking about? The guy without the beard, Martins. He's the guy that Cerrone KO'd in his last fight. <clears throat> but he's uh, his his Muay Thai is very good too, man. Ooh, hmm. there's so many good fighters now. It's just such a crazy time for the sport. Crazy. It's amazing. I mean, you're seeing these guys. On um, in other organizations, you're seeing these guys in other shows. You're seeing every week, like every time there's a new card, there's some new guy who's coming. You know, up. What was, you know what was weird is that at the UFC Expo, obviously it's the UFC Expo, so everyone's there looking for UFC fighters. I can't walk through, right? It's a beast. You have to have security. Every, most UFC fighters do. If you're a popular fighter, you can't walk through. Uh, Chandler from Bellator. Mm-hmm. I saw him like, oh shit, there's Chandler. I've, I've never seen him. I'm like, there's Chandler. Bellator. Not not one person stopped him. Walk, yeah. could walk straight through. That's yeah. the difference. Bellator's a big. Oh, you want? Difference. Oh, you want to go to yeah. Bellator? Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. No sponsors. No one knows who you are. People might kind of watch, but not really unless you're Rampage Jackson. For now, do you think that if Bellator sticks around, and changes its goofy fucking name? I think. Look, they're on Spike TV. Oh, nice elbow. They're on straight Spike, down the middle. and I think what's the the biggest move they've ever made? Hiring Scott Coker. Oh yeah, that is nice. They got to get some young talent, though, man. You can't be. I mean, I love Rampage, but you need you need to build your own. You, you say, can't have ex UFC guys, right? But that was how they built that pay per view. They sold a hundred thousand pay per views. The reason why they did it is because of Tito Ortiz and because of Rampage. I agree. Yeah, that's great. Oh, oh, beautiful straight left. Oh, oh and a kick to the Sacaroni. Ouch. That's down. Take shot. Down. Dick shot. That was Dick another thing shot. that I talked to Duke Rufus about, and Duke uh, and Del Grate says the same thing. What? He said you got to wear a tie cup, those steel tie cups. Steel cup. They they feel oh, like your boy shit. sent me one. They go uh, through. The, I oh, got a diamond cup. Diamond which was cup. A, yeah, it was like dope. It? Loved Great, it. Great, right? Loved it. Yeah, protects this. It really gold. protects. It really mm-hmm. protects you. Protects this dime piece of a dick I got. Dime piece. Only dime the best piece. for the, only the best for this thing. But this is what I was going to tell you. Um, what Del Grate said and what uh, Duke Ouch. Rufus said is like the the tie cups are steel. And so when someone kicks you, it hurts, hurts their more. foot. That makes sense. Yeah, and it just like t- completely snugs up against your junk. Wow. So it can't go anywhere. In I might just yeah. wear it's one like, anyway. It's like snuffleupagus and a ski mask. Yeah, I mean, like, you're oh. tying it in place. You said it feels uncomfortable and it wedges you. You tie you it in place? Chafes. Yeah, you tie it through like a wedge. like goes up wow. your ass like a G-string. Yeah. 
but, gonna, yeah, but after the fight is over, first of all, the area near your butthole must smell awful. Right. That's just ring. Sh- chafe, <laughs> but you don't have like you, do, you can wear it to the mall. Get ready to watch this. Get ready to watch this. I'm telling you guys, you want to see this. You want to see this. Definitely. He goes, you kick me in the nuts. You kick me in the nuts. All right. Boom! Oh, no. Oh, man. Eve Levine was on that one. Beautiful oh, right boy. hand. Very oh, nice. Boy. Very nice. Guys get upset when you kick him in the it's nuts. Got a pretty decent back. It's a good call there, Brennan. Good back structure there. You called it. What happened earlier today, Brian? Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I, read, I read on Twitter <laughs> I, what happened. I, I know. I'm not that saying. smart. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah. yeah he must Did you remember out. the part where I said I heard this was a good fight? Oh, and I said, yeah, someone gets don't kicked listen. in the nuts. Not a, not, yeah. a, not, a very, not a close listener, guys. <laughs> not when it's not about you. I'm not all about details. <laughs> if we're talking about you, you'd be about the yeah, details. Yeah, yeah, I get very I get very cute in. <laughs> I get very I get very cute in. So are in, we in on? Brian's world, he had a nose job in the rocks twenty five years old. Well, <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't a nose job. It was a deviated septum. There's a difference, man. I can't tell you when I Damn told it. people I was, we were going to do this, but look at that beautiful right hook. Oh, my goodness. Did everybody that's say, go nice. easy on me? Oh, yeah, that's all they said. Oh, be, be nice to Callan. Do you understand that Brian Callan's like my brother, you fucking idiots? <laughs> people listening. Plus, he brings we love each other. Yeah, he, he thought The Rock was 24 years old. And he, by the way, he deserves it. Of course. He deserves everything. Every he bit of it. He didn't have cartilage put in his fucking nose. We uh, all know that. He we're going to let it go. I will, I'll call the doctor right now, you guys. Probably really isn't a black belt in Taekwondo. Though, but it's okay. It's okay. Keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. Keep it down. Details. Well, who's again. this fucking? What's his face? Is a wrestler in this? Oh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. Hung with Channing him in Tatum? Vegas. Hung what with him in this? Vegas. One. One. Oh weekend. my goodness! This is that movie about that fucking crazy asshole. This is that movie Schultz. about Schultz. Yes. Oh boy. That Dave, Dave Schultz, Schultz and Dave Mark Schultz. Schultz. What? About he, that. They got um, shot by that guy who was a patron. Yeah, what the fuck was his name? Damn, it looked good. Uh, crazy uh, um, guy. His name was. Uh, supposed to be a he good was a movie. mag. He was a big mogul, uh, or came yeah. from a family. Um, God damn it! Oh man, uh, what the hell was his name? I can't remember. <sighs> Let's see. About, uh, I'll follow it up right here. It was killed by Dupont. John Dupont. Dupont. John yeah, Dupont. Dupont. Right. Really rich guy who liked to wrestle with people. Yeah. And uh, Steve Carell is playing Dupont. Wow. I yeah. love it. That'll be a good movie. And apparently he knocks him out of a fucking park. Really? Yeah, by the way, Channing, Channing Tatum. Yeah. Dime piece. You need to make your body look way better if you want to play Mark Schultz, bitch. How about Jeez. that? He's a little chunky in uh, yeah, 22 Jump Street. and chubby. It's because he's I hanging out you... with Joe, uh, what's his name? Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill's He's like, I look great compared to Jonah Hill. Yeah, well, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I still yeah. kind of have it. But yeah. if you notice in 22 Jump Street, and this kind of stuff I know is because I'm super vain, he had his shirt on the entire time. The other one, you take a shirt off. From, from what I saw in that preview, he looked all right. Well, yes. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, that's like offensive to me because if you ever seen what Mark Schultz looks like, Mark Schultz, the wrestler, is a fucking animal a beast. Well, it, it would be, it'd be like The Rock playing Hercules, and it's like a smooth build. That fool is jacked to play yeah. Hercules. You yeah. gotta be. He's pretty yeah. jacked. Well, Schultz, when he was in pretty his prime jacked. too, yeah. he Can't used to that. grab guys. He used to get guys in in illegal moves. Like he'd he'd use kimuras, and he would hit a kimura and just rip guys' shoulders off while he was taking them down. Jeez. Mangled guys. Yeah. I mean, he was a fucking animal. I don't know the story of that movie, but I'll, I'll for sure buy a ticket to that. It's a fascinating story Is because it? these guys were all broke, and DuPont would uh, pay these guys to come to his compound. And wrestle. He built this yeah. wrestling thing and, and wrestle with them and like roll around with them and get all sweaty and gay with them. And then he Wait, are you up, being for reals? Yes. Yeah. Gay? Totally he would get gay? It was, oh, it was gay? Mm-hmm. 
Was yeah. he gay? Were we being funny or no? No, no, I'm not being funny at all. It's totally true. And he uh, wound up killing. Um, he wound up killing Dave Schultz. Yeah. Who was a great wrestler. Don't want to see the movie now. <laughs> I mean, he just told me the whole plot. Am no, I right? well, it's based on no, a I'm real just, story, I'm just, I'm just bro. It's man. based on some That's, shit. Yeah, yeah no. man. No, I'm just kidding. It's more bro. to the movie. Okay. The movie's different. In the movie, he becomes a werewolf and he can fly. <laughs> now I'll yeah, buy it. Exactly. I'll tell you what. I saw that new horror movie with. Uh, do is anyone like scary movies here? Or no. No? Yeah, yeah I love scary movies. The new one with uh, Eric Bana. You know what I'm what talking about? What is it? What's it called? It just came out last week. You know what I'm talking about or no? Yeah. What is it? The de- the de- Yeah, he's a cop and it's supposed to be a true story. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, what's it, scary as shit. What's the scariest movie for you? Scariest movie of all time? The Conjuring. The Conjuring. You, you, oh, oh, what do you say? The Exorcist? Your, yeah, the ex- I am. God damn it. Yeah, I am going to say The this Exorcist. This is how I know you're all of 60 years yeah, old. Yeah, whatever. No, that movie sucks. The Conjuring. Actually, The Conjuring was scary. I, I'll, I'll give you that it was scary. No, this new movie with Eric Joe, Bana. What's you? it called? What is it? Delivers from Evil. Delivers from Evil with <laughs> from uh, evil. Eric Bana. I'll tell you what. Definitely slept with my lights on. <laughs> Def- yeah, I'm not afraid of a minute. Had my lights on. <laughs> Did you really? Shit what? was scary, man. Joe, what's your scariest? Yeah, I live movie by myself, time? man. <clears throat> scariest movie of all time. Don't I don't say know. the extras. Don't say the extras. I don't know. I mean, you know, not the Omen. The Omen today. was scary. I would have to think about that. Yeah. I the Angel Heart scared the shit out of me, man. <laughs> you, got, you got anything? You got anything new, Brian? Or? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, anything? No, new? I do not. Fucking Angel Heart. It scared the shit out of me. For I real, the exorcism's a cop out, man. You just, that's what everyone. Exorcism, yeah. maybe said. greatest of all time, though. No, what the greatest of all time? As far as a scary movie, horror movie, yeah. Oh no. Oh yeah. yeah. No, because you got to put him in perspective. Like mm. it might have been great down then. You watch it now. You're bored as fuck. Watch it now. You're bored as fuck. I actually did watch it recently, about four years ago, and I was pretty damn scared. In the middle, you watching it, you were tweeting <laughs> and checking your. Instagram <laughs> I didn't tweet back then. And I barely see that. Now. That's the thing. When I when I saw Delivers from Evil, when when I saw that movie, I watched. Saw it at the Marina Theaters where there's that dining experience. This uh, fuck next to me's chewing on popcorn. He has like uh, a margarita. <laughs> it fucks up the whole experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, Ch- I would be terrified. Chompy Chompers over here is on Twizzlers and Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> Balls deep in his girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, reclining back and shit. Yeah. It's not as scary. A the loud, he's a loud watcher. The, the shining. shining was, Shining's a good one. The Shining is a good one. Shining's legit. That was scary oh, yeah. as shit. That might be the, my scariest. That filmed in Colorado. I, I might, so I might jump, weird. I might jump ship and say, I might, I might, I don't have any characters, so I don't usually stick to my original. <laughs> but I, I, I'd say that The Shining is a. Uh, I'm going with the Conjuring. Movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was pretty fucking scary too because never I could really it. picture the those original dudes. one or the one with Jessica Biel. Original. One. No, I like the one with Jessica Biel. Yeah, well, I, I like it, it because of Jessica Biel. Me too. I'll take it because of that. That was a scary goddamn movie. You know what else was scary, man? Jaws. Jaws was fucking that, that, that ruined me for the ocean. Dude, and, someone yeah. got attacked by a great white off the uh, yes. Manhattan Beach. Yeah, but yeah. I think I think the guy they, they were long distance swimmers, right? And they they they, they had hooked the great white. It was a seven footer. Hey, guess what, Brian? I don't give a fuck what happened. He yeah. got attacked by a great white. Yeah, but they did say he was fishing. Yeah, and and the guy caught a great white. Yeah, he was. He was what are you gonna do with white? it? What are you right. gonna do with it? He was reeling it in. Forty minutes later, these long distance swimmers swim between the rod and basically the shark, yeah. and the shark bit the dude in the torso. He's uh, fine though. Yeah, he's fine. Gangster tattoo. That is right. <laughs> Super cool tattoo. Just yeah. I just want to get bit just guy and tell the story. Oh god. Ugh. Yeah, Jaws was scary though. I'll give you that. Jaws was a scary one. Yeah, that was very. Scary. Yeah, I'm guessing no one's seen The Conjuring. I oh, have. I saw it. Here's another one that was scary. As scary. Fuck. Twenty-eight days later. That was scary as See, fuck. See, that's Rhonda's favorite movie. I'm not... That does nothing for <laughs> that me. Didn't do that, that does that nothing for me. You know what scared me was... Uh, 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 what was that movie? Um, 
Paranormal Activity, the first one? The first one, we thought it was the real. the shit out of me. I saw the Blair Witch Project. You see that? Yeah. When I thought it was real, I was super scared. <laughs> you thought it was real, huh? It was a home camera, man, the way they filmed it. It was pretty genius in that sense, but I didn't, I didn't really. But uh, Blair Witch Project scared me a little bit. And so did the second one. Blair Witch scared me. I saw Blair Witch with my buddy Chris McGuire. We went to, uh, we were working in Houston. We were doing the Laugh, uh, laugh Stop, which right. doesn't exist anymore. And th- these kids that worked at the movie theater across the street came to the show and they said, hey, do you guys want to go see the Blair Witch Project? Just all of us in the movie theater? And we have the keys. And we were like, are you fucking yeah, kidding me? Wow. And so we did a show. I think it was like a Thursday night show. So we did like an 8 o'clock show. After the show, you know, say goodbye to everybody. Go across the street. And we, uh, they turned on the movie theater. They turned on the lights, locked the door. We went in. They turned on the fucking the, the theater. That's and we scary. sat down and we watched Blair Witch. And it scared the piss out of me. Damn. You guys are super scared. It was um, good. Well, was at scared. first I was like, this is fucking goofy. That's how I was, yeah. It was so low budget. Yeah. So right. low budget. And then I saw it again in a movie with a bunch of people, and it was whack. When they, found, when they found the kid, Yeah, man. You can't kid have kid that environment. Yeah. You need to be alone. That's a really, that's scary setting. Some guy brought his three-year-old. You, you three-year-old could all was talking during the whole movie. If you're alone in a big movie theater, you could die right there. That could be a trap he's setting. It's true. It's, it's a, nah, they were, you know. I know. I'm just being one dramatic. kid had like dramatic. a nose ring, and he weighed 80 pounds. <laughs> it was a girl that was overweight. Like no one was getting hurt. If anybody was getting hurt, it was gonna what? be them. <laughs> but they were nice. It was cool that they did that for us. Yeah, though. That's it was really dope. fun. Oh, yeah. by the way, um, I will be. This Are you gonna plug your yeah. fucking dates? July 18th oh, by the way. and 19th, Son I'll be at the West Palm Beach Son Improv. Son of a bitch. So make sure you come by. I will be bringing heat. So are we officially hunting the uh, last week in September? Are we doing uh, that? Are you yes, down for yes. Alaska? Last week? I thought you said first week. Now you're changing it on fucking me. Fucking idiot. You're changing it on me. I gave you the dates. I know you No, you didn't. You didn't give me any dates. I have the text here. Don't make me pull it up. Please pull it up. Because it I says will. the last week. No. Hold, please. Please hold. What are you guys going to hunt again? Uh, black tail. This time it's going to be black tail deer in, um, in uh, Alaska. Mm-hmm. At Steve Rinella's place. Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't Let's hear Brian here. talking. Oh, I'll tell you. Mm. Are you around the end of September? Shit. Yeah, I told you. The answer is yes. You, are you around? Yes. So you are around the end of September. Yes. Okay. So uh, it it'll be like I think the, um, I think I think the uh, the dates he gave me are like I think it's like uh, the 29th from the 29th on into October. <clears throat> what do you, what do you guys uh, killing uh, black-tailed deer with bazookas or something? No rifles, bro. Rifles, bro, know. and maybe know. even a bow and arrow. Animal lover. I'm bringing my bow. Yeah, well, guess who's going to shoot it? Oh, it's ninety Not pounds. You. Ninety pounds. <laughs> you can't damn do it. it. Can't pull it back. Can't pull oh, it back. Damn it. Hit the gym, son. I don't want to talk about it. I am in the gym all the time with Lauren Landau. You're boxing. I'm saying. I'm saying. Get get on a bench press. Hey, bro. How many pull-ups life? did I do? Yeah, but you weigh eight pounds. Hold. How many pull-ups? You keep saying that, but you, you, you do it kicking your legs. You, weigh, like, you don't weigh a lot. <laughs> don't do that. Don't that's his body was like this. Don't make that motion, bro. <laughs> that's what he kept doing. See, you it's talk annoying. about how many pull-ups you do, but what do you weigh? I weigh 170 pounds. Are you 170? Weighs about 165. What? Why You're solid guys... 163. I'm <laughs> about 165. <laughs> I'm 170. And how many chin-ups can you do? 
31. He did 31. I'll give him 31. That. Yeah, but he was, bad. but it was like, he was like throwing his oh, legs. Like, what do you call it? Kipping? It, bro, he it wasn't kipping. that much And then he goes, kip, it's okay? like CrossFit. I did it at CrossFit. I said, one, not you're not my kip. friend. You're suspended from being my friend for two days because he said CrossFit. Yeah, well, Brian, you keep, those aren't chin-ups. Those are kipping chin-ups. And the guys who do those, they do like a yeah, hundred. Yeah. Well, I did. I you know, did like Fedor, when he was a heavyweight, he used to do like a hundred. God, really? Oh, God. This is a video of Fedor doing kipping chin-ups. It's a frightening that the one where he's in like the wilderness of Russia and he's like carrying wood he's and like, shit. Yeah, doing those kipping chin ups. And he's in a sunga, like he's in some white whitey tidies, just fucking uh, doing yeah. work. Well, he used to wear like black socks and fucking <laughs> running shoes from like from the eighties. Some he's New Balances awesome. with black socks <laughs> awesome. and his whitey tidies. But no one said shit because he's no. such a bastard. And was like, then I then I came to the gym and guys are in. Black socks and whitey tidies trying to do the same shit. Oh, well, it's not like they have Foot Locker in the middle of Russia. <laughs> right, you know, right. Where that guy lives. Yeah. Where are you getting your sneakers? You make them yourself. <laughs> you steal them from people who are running by you. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Tack them at the knees. Yeah, he used to do like a lot of old school training methods. Like you put like caught up hand them. weights and throw punches. Caught Definitely up caught up. Well, you know where it caught up with him? I was, it's interesting because I was watching some old Fedor fights. Huge Fedor fan. And Who's uh, not? Who's not? If you're not, you're not an MMA fan. Him and Sakuraba. Yeah, well, Fedor was just a different yeah, thing, man. He was a totally different, different thing. Different, yeah. But I used to go back and watch his fight. I was watching his fights recently, and um, he was much bigger back in the day. Physically bigger, stronger. Still about 230, though. You mean bigger than what? Much bigger more than muscle. other guys, you mean? or what do you More mean? muscle than he did in, at the end of his career. Oh, okay. the end of his career, he stopped lifting weights. Mm. The, done with the weights. He was just doing fight training. But if you go back to like the Fujita fight, I mean, he was thick traps, big shoulders. He was fucking strong as mm. shit. And yeah. somewhere along the line, he just got tired of lifting weights. I think. I mean, I don't, I don't know what it was. What what led him? Well, to Or decide. he got older, right, and started losing muscle mass. Maybe. No, no, he stopped lifting weights. Like yeah. he talked about it. He just did fight training only mm. later on in his career. I think he thought the technique was more important than physical strength. Yeah. Which is true for the most part. I've gone towards that route. Towards personally. technique. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I'm like, let's see. I'm gonna go in the gym and spend. An hour lifting weights, throwing down weights, or I can be on the mat working on my boxing technique or jiu-jitsu and wrestling. I'm going to go do jiu-jitsu and Well, wrestling. you know what Steve Maxwell's thought on that is? It was really interesting because Maxwell spent a lifetime with strength and conditioning, working with athletes. He thinks that if you're going to lift weights for sports, you shouldn't lift weights like strength and conditioning style. He thinks if you're doing like a like martial arts, if you're in the middle of like training technique, he goes, you should do like sets. Like do sets of deadlifts, do sets of bench, do sets. You of mean chins. like like to incorporate eight, like eight to the ten. rounds? No, just to get stronger. Uh-huh. It's like you shouldn't work on your endurance. Like you shouldn't be like doing these fucking crazy strength and conditioning workouts while you're in camp working out for fights. He's like, if you're, he goes, you should lift weights to keep your muscle mass and to keep your strength. Mm-hmm. But all your conditioning should come from your kickboxing, should come from your wrestling, uh, yeah, should come from your jujitsu. Yeah, actually, I, I'm actually going to Arizona on Thursday to meet with this new uh, this new strength conditioning coach who really? Tim Tebow works with mm-hmm. and uh yeah i'm going out there with tim and he said the exact same thing and he this guy works with everyone he said the exa- he's like you shouldn't have a session where you're working you know reps and stuff like that he mm-hmm. said exactly what you just told yeah me. these guys are saying that your skills are the most important thing and your strength and you all your your physical strength like the mass and size that you could put on and maintain he's like you should maintain that you should get strong you should do all that but don't do like Strength and conditioning, like while you're in like a fight the cr- camp. Like the CrossFit yes. stuff, yeah. in other words. Don't do that because you're not going to have the same energy to do your jiu-jitsu work. Like, right, right. Like when I was doing jiu-jitsu all the time, if I would lift weights 
I could lift weights in the morning and do jujitsu at night. You know why? Because I would do like a set of bench, yeah. and then I would sit around. Meeting and I, Bravo would talk shit for five right, minutes, right, and right. laugh and goof off, and then we would do another set. So we would get all the strength workout in, but I still had energy to train at night. Yeah. Whereas, like, if I do my kettlebell routine that I do, if I do that shit, that's a wrap. You're done. I'm done. That's yeah. interesting, man. Well, when you do strength training, do you do it twice a week when you're in camp? When I'm in camp, yeah. I do it. I do it twice a week. Yeah. Twice a week. But out of camp, like now, I lift four or five times a Is week. It a Full Outside body of camp, I'm just trying or? to get bigger, strong. Mm-hmm. So when I go in camp, my body's going to break down. I'm going to lose some size. I just try to keep it. You know what I'm saying? Right. You break um, it up in body parts. But, but, right? but like uh, people ask me, like uh, even younger fighters at Rain or Grace Academy, like, oh, like what what should I be doing in the weight room stuff like that? Especially if you're a younger fighter, you shouldn't really waste your time in the weight room. You don't get paid to bench and squat and power clean. Right. You get paid to submit bitches and knock them out. Right. So work on submitting and knocking bitches out. Here's the finals. Those this is are, the light heavyweight finals, right? Yeah, those yeah. are those are those breasts are. Yeah, those are um, gynomastica. Gynomastica, interesting. Corey Anderson, Matt Van Buren. He does have a yeah. set of nipples on him, doesn't yes, he? Not does. his, that's dude. The other dude. The other, the other dude, dude does. Yeah. Not him. That dude's yeah. straight. Yeah, him. Those Matt Van Buren is a fucking animal. So is Corey. This is a good fight. Really good fight. And this yeah. is like what we're talking about. Like this, the high level of guys that are coming up, man. These guys that are fighting. I mean. We you go back to the day well, like when Forrest was fighting Stefan Bonner, and then look at these guys, and you're you know you're dealing with some pretty high level guys now. They're they're a lot Exciting. more well rounded. Yeah, a lot more well rounded. First of all, that dude's six five at two hundred five. That's insane. Yeah, he's a big boy, big boy. Oh, 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 he's oh, in trouble. Corey's cracking him. Oh, he's rocked, man. He's out of it. He's out of it. Oh yeah, he's in he's trouble, man. He's covering up. Oh, he's super out of it. He's taking it. They to, should, oh, they should. Oh, I would stop Jesus. It. No, look, he's coming back. No, he's not. No, he's, he's not. Out of he it. might be done. He's super out of it. He don't. Wow. Damn. Wow. My boy's coming back. Oh, but he's, he's still getting... trading. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, hit in the eyes. So oh, it's hard. over. This fight's over. It's super over, oh, man. Corey's all over him. No, why take him? See, I. To smash him. Look at this. Nah, he should have kept on the feet. I don't know. Because now you can recover right now. You can recover this. Not like this. A lot can't. more than when you're on the feet. Mario's going to stop it. That's it. That's it. That's how you get hurt. Corey's a good Damn, stoppage. Tough, good stoppage. Corey two, the two Anderson. tough ones have just been some Damn. ass whooping, son. Corey Anderson can crack. Power of the nipples, son. There That's it what is. it is. Yep. Yeah. For people who don't know, there's a bunch of different ways to get those nipples. Doesn't mean you did steroids. No, not at all. Really? Yeah. But a lot of times it What means, are the other ways? A lot of times it means. Not to put you on the spot. What are the other ways again? Uh, <laughs> Purple nipples. Real quick. How, you real, be a girl. Real quick. How do, I, avo- how do I avoid I'm that? Just, I like because Joe got really quiet. <laughs> I'd like to hear. Everyone just got quiet about nobody's, it. Nobody's pointing fingers. I didn't see any nice, needles. Bro, trying to be nice. Okay. We had a guy. There was one guy that fought in the UFC once that was like. Those are those close up on the nipples there. Yeah. One guy fought in the UFC once uh, that had like a serious problem. Like when he was younger, I guess he did a lot of steroids. And like he was jumping up and down inside the octagon and his his boobs were like oh, no. hopping, uh, like flopping, <laughs> flopping. And he was fighting Got a set 170. Of tits on him, huh? Yeah, he was fighting 170. Damn, Corey can crack. Look at this. Yeah. Beautiful striking. Boom! Straight through the middle. Boom! Great straight shot. Boom! Oh, Boy. Boom! But that fight was about 15 seconds long, and his hand wraps came apart. Who fucking wrapped his hands? Yeah. Look at that. It's that war tape, yeah. On the thumb, it's tough. 
Um, yeah. yeah, you never want to set a tits like that. You don't want nipples like that. No, powerful that Corey Anderson, not that bad. I mean, I've no, seen way not, worse. I've seen gyno. way. It doesn't worse. take away from his great uh, performance. Go, go, go to Gold's Gym. You want gyno? Go Ooh. to Gold's Gym. Is that right? Ooh. Oh my God, Ooh. bro, get a brawl on, would you? Yeah. That that correct me if I'm wrong. That place last time I worked out there smells like smells like protein ammonia. farts. Smells yeah, like protein, protein farts. farts. That's exactly what it smells like. Yeah, this is the Expendables. Mel Gibson. Mel That's Gibson. a work. I love it. Playing a bad guy. Back to work Ronda in Rousey. the Expendables. There's my boy, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> These Expendables movie, America loves them. There was a little talk about you fighting uh, Wesley a long time ago. Wasn't it was it? a long time ago. Yeah. What happened with that? He decided not to get his ass kicked. Wait, do, was that? What's the story? Is it actually <laughs> going to go down? Yeah, yeah. We had lawyers involved and everything. Negotiated what happened? Contract. He changed his mind. Well, he needed no, a lot of money. No, did he call you? He called you out. How did he, it start? It was, it, Campbell McLaren, who's the guy who was the original producer for the Ultimate Fighter, calls me up out of nowhere and uh, says, uh, "This is going to sound crazy, but would you be interested in fighting Wesley Snipes?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" And so then they start explaining what's going on. I was training a lot. How long ago is this, first of all? Then. 2006. So Blade was Six, oh, Blade seven. was out. He did make Blade. He, that would scare me out of the fight. I think what was going on, <laughs> <laughs> I think what was going on was that he the IRS was coming down on him hard. So he's looking for cash. Yeah, he was looking to try He's to, not unathletic by the way. No, he knows martial yeah, arts. And he's, but never uh, competed and no jiu-jitsu. Mm. And I think he just thought I was just a grappler. And yes. then somewhere along the line, I don't know what happened, but he just decided not to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if you've never competed your whole life and you have these ideas, plus I think he's probably hanging around with a bunch of dudes who are taking Bolivian marching powder and like, you know what? Just go in there and fuck everybody up, Wesley. <laughs> Time to make your money. <laughs> Time Wesley, to make your money. Wesley, let me tell you something, Wesley. There's a lot of motherfuckers out there doing that karate, doing all kinds of martial arts, but they don't know what you know. You got something special inside you, bro. This is your time to shine. Heart of a lion. And so whatever He's reason, crunk from Blade and doing all these stunts it was like, fuck yeah, I'll do it. Well, if you talk to Pat Oswalt, Pat Oswalt did Blade with him, and apparently there was just bags of cocaine involved really? in the making of that. Yeah, Pat Oswalt has a whole a bit he does about it. Wow, about being on the set with 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 Wesley, like how fucked up he was. Like he he went through some dark periods. He had three lines in that movie. Yeah. He had three well, lines and he just killed vampires nonstop. No, they pulled, Great movie. They pulled the lines from him, hired a double to do all the scenes. There was another guy. Like so he half did nothing. That movie. So he did nothing. I don't know what happened, but half that movie, like Pat Oswalt has a whole bit about how they brought in the way cooler black guy to pretend to be Blade, <laughs> but that guy didn't get a talk. Oh, so Wesley had, Wesley had some struggles with... Uh... Yeah, he had okay. some issues. Well, it also had some issues with a bunch of questionable characters that told him not to pay taxes. Yeah. Let me Let me get this yeah. straight, Joe. So you weren't scared at all about a coked up Wesley Snipes that just got done doing Blade? No. Not at all? No. Coming made... at you like a spider? No. no. Nothing? No. no. Clinch the ground. Clinch, ground. Squeeze, tap, or sleep. But when, yeah, he's, just... when he's all coked up, just like fidgeting, mm, like no, freaking not out? I'm worried about that. Yeah, you nope. probably shouldn't be. Nope, nope. Probably gas out pretty fast. Um, I a guy who has never done jiu-jitsu, who weighs 170 pounds, if I he's grab not, you, he's heavier than that, I'm going to, he's not, he's, he's not, pretty thick. trust me, no, I he's know not thick man. at all, you always do this, you always do this, he's not big he's at all, he's not thick in Dude, the least, I've seen him in person, really, yeah, you say he's 170, he's heavier 170. than me, please, he's heavier than I am, no, I don't think so, B, I get this to Gable grip around the waist, and then I 
squeeze. Squeeze. And then I twing you like this, and then I get on top of you, and then what you gonna do? You're gonna make mistake, and you make mistake. I'm putting. Why do you sound Japanese? You sound like an old Japanese guy. I don't know. I don't make it up a new accent. Not when he's on that Brazilian to Japanese. Not when he's on that devil's dandruff and he's all coked up. You can't get a hold of him. Even better. I was planning on failing every drug test. By the way, so was he. So was he. I mean, if they tested me for it'd been like Wanderlei and Chael. You guys have been great. Yeah, I do all my training high, so I was trying to figure out whether I was going to fight high. You always train high. Jiu-jitsu, yeah. yeah. Why? I don't always. I Why? Mean, I, I like it. I like doing jiu-jitsu high. I like the smoke they're here for. And, and then go, You know what I really like? I like eating it. I like eating it and then rolling. Jeez. I like Why? eating it like a... I think it makes me more sensitive, makes me more aware of what's going on, makes me more focused, like completely zone in. Really? A lot of guys do jujitsu high. A lot of guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Yeah. It's just what, yeah, I, I've never, right? I've never you should done do it. it. Bro, I'm telling you, if you did it, you might not. Never. If you have some time off and you're, you're going to do, do jujitsu, you do. And so you know you're not going to get tested. <clears throat> um, you're not really going to smoke pot. I mean, it's all just joking around, right? Yeah, just joking around on the podcast. Just try it once. I'm telling you, you'd love it. I mean, I don't know if you'd love it. But I would assume you'd love it. Yeah. Eddie Bravo does it every goddamn time. BJ Penn. Eddie was a little high last night. Hey, can, can we talk about real quick? Everyone's talking about their shitty dad stories, which I had nothing to contribute to. Right. Homeboy's one story was awful. He had a great dad. He had a great dad. He kept trying to bring his story into it. Oh, that dude? Yeah. Horrible story. I kept looking for it. I was like, how often do you talk to your dad? And he goes, every day. But then I was like, oh, well, your dad's very much in your life. He goes, no, but my dad's all successful when he calls me, tries to give me tips and shit. That guy's a nice guy, so let's not talk too much. We're not giving names. There was a little. Horrible story. It was. It wasn't. Yeah. There's sometimes dudes get around guys like you guys that tell great stories and they try to throw their own story <laughs> in it and they don't realize their story sucks. <laughs> you know, you're dealing with Eddie Bravo, who's a great storyteller. Yeah. My buddy Justin, who's a great story. Yeah. Justin's story was depressing as fuck. My buddy Justin. It, it got dark. Yeah, it, was. it got dark. dark. You know, my dark. my story's not as bad as his. Your story's pretty dark as well. It's bad. It's bad. I didn't say that. That not. You know me. I like. I like. I'll talk your freaking air off. I didn't say a word last night. Yeah, I had well, nothing. Yeah, I can't family. contribute. Yeah. I can't contribute to the story. Yeah. So I'm not good. Nothing's worse when then someone doesn't know what they're talking about, and they, or especially with experiences like that. My yeah. parents. My dad loved the shit out of me, straight up. So when you guys talk about these shitty childhoods, I can't really jump in. Right. There's nothing yeah. worse when a guy. Like, oh, I hear that, bro. Right. I hear that. One time I went to McDonald's. Christmas, yeah. My dad didn't buy me a fucking happy meal. <laughs> I feel you, bro. I, All I those nothing. presents at Christmas. Christmas, I was like, another one? I know. I was like, this is I'll too much. Ever. Yeah, depressing childhood stories are rough. They're hard yeah. to deal with. But yeah, that one dude's story was not <laughs> so good in comparison to, I mean, Justice was horrible. Mine wasn't the best. Eddie's is horrible. I was trying not to laugh. I'm the, I can't hide when, I'm, when I think something's funny. I was yeah. trying to not laugh at his story. And he kept bringing it back in. Well, and then I, his fr- even his friend goes, I think, I think hey, he even his friend drunk. goes, hey, bro, uh, maybe, maybe pipe down. He goes, yeah. no, no, man, fuck that. It sucks when your dad's disappointed in you. <sighs> he was a little I went drunk. Sober up. For drunk. sure, sober yeah. up. Spilled, yeah. spilled half a drink on my jeans last night. <laughs> yeah. But a nice yeah. guy. As the day went on, he got even more drunk. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah he, he was tr- trying to explain yeah. something to me later on that night, and it was like it was, tough. It yeah. was like he was like waking up from anesthesia, trying to explain something to me. I was like, "It's okay, man. It's, oh, no. I got it. I get yeah. it. I get it. I get it. I get that it." Happens in Vegas about about three thirty in the morning. You'll get cornered by some. People. Oh, I, I don't hang out with anyone that. No, I can't get down with it. Uh, so, yeah. did, did, did you know him from before or no? No, he's my buddy justin's pal he's a good dude he's just got hammered and you know what happens man like i said when people are around guys like you guys that tell great stories and they want to yeah. contribute and tell a great story too and they're just not used to don't being do around. that 
you know, you're around a fucking world-class stand-up comedian like Brian Callen who tells great fucking stories, True. and you want to throw yours into the mix. <laughs> Good luck. Bring your A-game, though, Good bro. Luck. He doesn't have an A-game. He, he had that false sense Hold of on. reality because he was drunk. There's nothing like being around Joey Diaz when he starts telling oh, stories. he's amazing. There's I've never not, met him, man. I, I, I hear him on your podcast. He's I that time, Joe. He's the funniest guy that's ever lived. Yeah. What? The f- I've met a lot of funny Why people. Why can't you bring him to one of the fight uh, anytime, anytime. I'll do it. Next time. Next one we do. He'll uh, do it? If, if he's in town, I'll have him Dude, do it. He wants to do the fighter in the I talked to him really? two days ago about he's it. He's the funniest guy that's ever lived. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, I've met a lot of and really he, funny he's guys. He's from Sopranos. Is that right? No, 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 no. He looks like the guy from. He Sopranos. looks identical. He looks like to big him. pussy. Yes, he's not at all. <laughs> not really. Yeah. If you saw Big Pussy, really? you saw him. He looks. He's different. working a lot as an actor, though, man. Yeah, he's worked a lot. But you know what? He's making more money now with his stand up than ever, and it's all because of the internet. Yeah. It's all because of podcasts because yeah. he can be himself. He just never runs out of stories, and he's got a fucking personality that goes on for days. This is BJ Penn and Frankie Edgar, and I'm going to piss, so please uh, be kind when I leave the room. Don't worry. And uh, we're, gonna, we're about to see two Take fucking legends go down. Real quick. Uh, I was gonna, now look at Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Please yeah. look at him. Come on. Couldn't look more normal. <laughs> Could look more like a nine to fiver. He looks like a nine to fiver. No, he doesn't. He certainly does. Oh, and I love you know how much I love him. Uh, how much oh, do I, I talk? I pick him every time. I just I just find it amazing. He's having uh, knee surgery and then waiting for his title shot. Smart move, I think. Yeah. This was uh, this was a mistake, Brennan. His hands weren't up, right? Is that what what, what was going on with that? Hold. 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 What? I don't give a fuck. Come on. We just already saw that, man. Uh, what uh, happened? He got punched in the face very, very hard. <laughs> he got disoriented, and then more punches well, happened. Well, okay, thanks a lot, Dr. No Help. I mean, what do you want me to tell you, man? He got punched directly in the well, face. Yeah, but his hands should have been up, right? That's tough, man. Shit happens. I love Brian Stan. Everyone man. does. Nothing not to love about the guy. Square jawed Marine. Could he look any more American? He should be. You should to to be a U.S. citizen. You should have to know who Brian Stan he's is. He's Jack Armstrong. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He could run for president. Yeah. and fucking win by yeah, the right way. Now. I would vote for. I him. think Chael Sonnen could too. If before, no, 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 no. before. No, hold on, hold on. <laughs> before, if we went in a time machine to six months ago, no, I'm still a felon. Let's say before he's a felon. <laughs> I love been a felon. I, I love Chael. I'd vote for him too. I, Chael I could talk Chael. his way into it. Love nah. him. Chael's better talker than Brian. Oh, I, yeah. More creative. Yeah. Brian's more clear because he was in freaking doing yeah. tours and killing bitches. So yeah. he's a lot more clear. <laughs> you get real clear when you start killing bitches. There's no stuttering when you're ordering yeah. Stan. Oh. Stan is very direct. I guess they're going over the uh, final. They're going to show Eddie Gore and, and Diego Lima again. Why are they showing it? We do, and they just show us the other one. They're killing a little I time. I just saw it. Why are you because re-showing this? Because the last fight was a one-round knockout, too. You know, There's a lot of knockouts time. on this guy, yeah. right? Boom, Gordon uh, cracks. Right Slacker. And and tell you what, man, Diego Lima is tough as shit. You know the the kind of punishment. Limit to what your head can take. They're both going to be fine. Angry this. This is where it should have stopped right there. I think Gordon looks so angry. This is like a. a, If you wanted to like talk about how evil cage fighting is, look at this. It's the end of the world. This is when in the future (laughs) when they start looking back. That scared me. I was like, yeah. When they start looking back in the future about when society crumbled and when fucking things. This is like the first steps. Like they talk about Rome, the return of the gladiator. Yeah, yeah. the Colosseum. I mean, tell me this isn't similar to the Colosseum. Tell me that reality shows aren't similar. Exactly what it is. You had a good answer when somebody said, "Why is it so popular? Why is MMA so popular?" And you said, "It's the closest you can 
come to watching two men kill each other with their bare hands. It's yeah, because guess what? If yeah. Eve Levine or Herb Dean's not in there, yeah. and then yeah. no one stops it, yeah. someone's dying. Yeah. yeah, the guy's out cold and you're stomping his head yeah. until it's jello. Yes. Yeah, it's not good. Yeah, unfortunately. The only reason why the ref is there is to make sure that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, a lot of empty seats back there, huh? Super empty. Well, it's guess what? It's Sunday seats. in Vegas after Fourth of July. I know. I don't even. I'm not even a partier. I'm fucking exhausted. I was thinking that this morning because I left this morning, and uh, when I flew out, man, it, it was the airport was mobbed. Uh, Vegas looked like it was full of zombies. The airport yeah. looked like zombies. You got a, You got a it's seven. You got about. You got about an hour of sleep. The kid takes vitamins. Not you should bad. see my piss. It's bright orange. <laughs> really? It's like a glowing vitamin. You know who doesn't orange. do well? <laughs> it's impressive. Bro, if I don't get eight hours of sleep, <laughs> yeah. Well, you train Not really well. hard, man. Not, train really I hard. Don't do well. This is a good weekend, man. I got two real solid workouts in. I worked out with Delagrate, and yesterday I lifted. I love. I worked Delegrate. out with uh, um, uh, the same time as uh, Rhonda's girl, Mar- Marina. 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 Yeah. yeah. Very cool chick. Yeah. Very cool. She was there. Chick works out hard. She's a beast, man. She's a little beast. She's like Rhonda's best friend and protege. She's a beast. Yeah, you could tell. She's She's a one forty five er though. Yeah, she was putting her strength and conditioning workout. She had like a fucking uh, like a phone in front of her with all of her uh, routines and stuff. Yeah, she put in some fucking work. I was impressed. So here it is. We're gonna watch Frankie Edgar and BJ. Third time, I believe. Now, does anyone cheer against BJ Penn? I mean, who cheers against BJ Penn? Frankie Edgar's wife, Frankie Edgar's mom, (laughs) Frankie Edgar's dad. I love Frankie Edgar, man. I I love Frankie Edgar. BJ went down to Jose Aldo's camp, I guess, right? Well, he did a little bit of training at Novo Unyao, but he did most of the training in Hawaii for this. Always, Mm. always. Yeah, I mean, uh, Ian McCall, who uh, was, uh, he went with uh, BJ down to. Down to uh, Hilo to train with him, did some mm. training. He said he, BJ's in incredible shape. He said, and Ian has fantastic endurance. And he said BJ was uh, was outworking him. He said he was blown away by how good a shape BJ's in. Now I've heard this a million fucking times. Every before. fight I hear this, literally every fight, someone every tells time. Me this. But what blew me away about this is that first of all they were going to fight at 145. Like that's going to be a disaster. BJ used a zombie was making 155. Right. But whatever he did, I don't know what he adjusted. I would love to talk to him about it, how he changed his body. But he got down where he was walking around like under 160, Dang. like on a regular basis. And then the fight week, he was 149 fight week. Wow. You know, without any wow. cutting. Yeah, and then he easily made 145. Frankie weighed 145.5. BJ weighed 145 so, on the nugget. Looked good at the weigh-ins. Jeez. You know what I mean? Well, Look, well, looked skinny. Did, so, but... so he had trouble making 55 BJ mm-hmm. then. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He's, he looks like he's not tall, death. you know? Well, that's wow. why he fought 170 all the time. Yeah. yeah. He fought Nick Diaz, and he fought Rory McDonald, two big 170s. That Rory McDonald fight was hard to watch, and awful. Roy's my boy. That was awful. Yeah. Such a reach advantage. Rory BJ so Penn, BJ Penn, as far as, he's a superstar. He is a, as big as they get superstar. Mm-hmm. The most down-to-earth, nicest guy I've ever met in the UFC, hands down. Yeah, BJ Penn. Great. He's a salt of the earth. And he's a real warrior. But you know what, man? He's a guy that has an incredible amount of pride. And, you know, he, he, he's he got a lot of ego. He's got a lot of pride. He loves, he, you know, he wants to get in there and, and be the BJ that he used to be. Well, that's why that's why he's who he is. You don't get to that yeah. point without having an ego. Listen, everyone who fights in the UFC has an ego. But if he could use that and motivate himself to get back in the kind of shape that he was back when he fought Diego Sanchez, back when he fought Sean Shirk. Yeah. I mean, he was in insane condition back How then. How old is he now? 
He's probably 35, 36. How, how old do you think? I'm going to say, I would say, I'm gonna say he's 42. He's, he's Dwayne. Brian, uh, he's Brian, the says, Brian thinks BJ Penn's 21 years old. That's right. He's, he's the rock age. I don't think he no, is. He's 36, right? I think. I'd say 30 something at mid 30s for sure. Yeah, maybe. Find a long time. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. The the UFC, by the way, the UFC website is dog shit. It's horrible. They they you you can't go to the fighter until their fight is on. Like if you try to go to the fighter. When um, their fight's not on, it takes you to the previous fight. Like you like if the like to go to the card, and when you go to the card, it shows like the fighters, and you try to uh, read the the bio on them, and it just like it doesn't like even allow you to click on it. It actually takes you back to uh, the other fight. It's weird. It's weird. Okay, let's see if I can search fighters. BJ Penn. I'm saying BJ. You just do BJ age on Google. I'm, I'm saying 34. I'm I say, say 36. 34. Okay, let's try here. Let's see. BJ Penn. Do 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 do. 35. Wow. 35. Hello, Hawaii. 35. So for BJ, this is you know, last chance for romance at the lighter weights, especially. You know, heavier guys can last longer. You know, they, they oftentimes, like, especially heavyweights, yeah. mature a little bit later and are still effective. Deep yeah, into I'm their still 30s. grown. I take my Flintstone vitamins. Word. Word up. Word. Uh, listen, I'm rooting for BJ. I want him to win. I don't think he stands a chance. Really? I don't. It hurts to say because I love BJ. Do you know what the odds are? No, I don't. They, they opened up at 10 to 1. Frankie? Mm hmm. Frankie is the Makes favorite. sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Frankie's outstanding. I mean, he's just fucking, he's a stud. He's a fucking stud. He's an outstanding athlete. He's got some of the best footwork in the UFC. I'd say the, the heart. I'd, yeah, I'd say if not the best. No one's got a bigger heart. No one's got a better chin. No one's more of a fucking a gamer than Frankie. Yeah. He's as game as fuck. Take those Gray Maynard fights. Jesus Christ. Bro, his coach, Mark Henry, I worked with before I fought Krokop. I flew out to New Jersey with his camp. I was with Recall Almeida, uh, his striking coach, Mark Henry. And uh, it's insane. I've never seen anything like it. If you watch Mark Henry in the corner, he's drenched in sweat by the end of the fight. It's literally like he has a control stick and he's doing this. With Frankie, he's just shouting out, "Frankie!" They have a whole system in code. He'll go one, three, four, five, one, three, four, five, and it fi- changes every fight, so he can't pick up on it. It's wow. like his coach is Peyton Manning and is running the offense, and he's so nervous before the fight because he feels like it's banking on him because he calls every combination you see. Wow! No, there's no one else like him in the UFC, wow. coaching wise. Yeah, man, Mark That's Henry, interesting beast. Did you get a lot out of working with him? A ton. Really? A ton. Did you think about moving to New Jersey? I did. Really? And I thought, What held you back? The chicks? Accents? (laughs) (laughs) Dudes with gold chains? (laughs) No, Jersey Shore came out and I was like, fuck that. Jersey Shore came on MTV and I went, I'm good. I'm I'm all set. If they all look like Snooki, I'm I'm all set. That's where I was born, So I came to LA. That's where I was born. Uh, Yeah, Mark Henry's a beast, man. Yeah. I was working in his basement. I worked with him so much. Uh... The, the calluses on my feet were ripping off because I'd work in his basement nonstop at night. Really? The, the guy's work ethic is insane. I don't think there's another coach in the world who works harder than Mark Henry. Wow. So, I mean, so you really didn't get enough credit. About, no kidding. You don't get enough credit. I was getting it from you. Did you think about moving down there? You really did? I did. I did, but there wasn't big guys. There was no big guys uh, around anyone. That's a, that's a big thing, isn't it? A bummer. A super bummer. <laughs> Do you base where you train by, by the size of the guys? Uh... I base on it on on uh, 
the the coaches first. I find the coaches, and then I always think that at least if there's big guys in the area, I'll I'll at least get to them somehow. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I I thought me and Verdun would work together more. And then uh, they when I first came out to give it like a trial run. There was word that me and Verdun were going to fight each other. Me and him started talking shit to each other on Twitter. It got out of hand. He texted me or tweeted me like, I'll fight you on the moon. And I put, okay, or we can just do in Las Vegas, September 21st, not the moon. Save your money. You know, like. So it, rockets are expensive. Yeah. That's what I said. I said, rocket fuel's super expensive. You can't Let's just do it in Las fuse. Vegas, bro. <laughs> Definitely won that oh. battle. Kind of an awkward, like, thing to step Yeah, but so yeah. we were going to fight, but then he was like, nah, man, like, I, we might have to fight, so he doesn't want to work together great guy though yeah but, but how about now would you be would you well they still might have to fight dude they're both yeah. in the heavyweights in the yeah, ufc are you paying attention yeah i am but you can Here's still a, train with them a little I, I would work with them yeah look how skinny bj is it's kind of weird looking at him all skinny he looks like, like brian kelly i don't i love his his walkout's my favorite in the ufc how about he he gets so emotional sometimes he cries when he walks out huh Look at that. He, looks, he didn't get me fired up, man. Looking at him, just looking at his face gets me fired up. I love it. I'm a huge BJ Penn fan. Me too, man. God damn. And Frankie Edgar. They could not live in more contrasting places. <laughs> right? One of them lives in paradise. The other one lives in fucking Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Jersey. That's Mark Henry right there. Yeah, so I like those uh, those gloves too. Big, thick, padded gloves, but they still have. I'm uh, telling you, I, I don't know if you'll be able to pick it up on the broadcast, but you'll literally hear Mark shouting the entire rounds: really? four, five, six, seven, nine, nine, nine. Just, Just those are all nonstop. combinations, and they change it every camp because they don't incredible. want people picking up on it. Jeez. That's incredible. Shows you how smart Frankie is too. Well, it shows you how much work they put in. There's some oh my! Oh, Mark Henry, involved. just off me, just when we work together. I'm talking <laughs> this this notebook right here. Completely full notes. Wow. It was overwhelming. I was like, damn, no, I need to go study this for about a but, year. But so what does it feel like when you leave that and you train with someone else and you don't have all that? You must feel like, what the fuck? I'm not maximizing my potential. Nope. I got a guy now here in LA. Does Tony the same Jeffries, shit? Does the same shit. Really? Does the same shit, but he's just boxing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah, we need to you talk about that when we shut this off. We'll yeah, we'll talk, talk about, about this on air. Right, I, so, I got some new information for you. All right. We'll talk some more. But uh, here it is. It's going down right now, man. Oh, I'm so excited about this fight. It's gonna be great. I almost thought about staying in Vegas just for this fight. Wow, that place filled up. That shows you, man. I'll tell you right now, Fedor could be fighting in the prime, could be fighting a prime freaking whoever, and I wouldn't have stayed in Vegas. I would have, well, man, I don't know. I would have, Fedor, I would have stayed for. Not me. Fedor could have been fighting Krokop in the prime, and I would have went home to LA right now. No, not me. Now I would have told my wife, listen, bitch. Mike Dolce in the background. I'll see you in a day. It's not I me. I gotta watch Fedor and Krokop. <laughs> not me. I would have I paid, was... paid double for my air ticket today to get home. That's funny. But out of all the fighters that I wish I had seen live, he's number one, Fedor. Ooh, I saw him live when he beat up Mark Coleman in Vegas. <sighs> Never saw him Real live. ass whooping. That was a real ass whooping. That Does was hard sound, to watch. Th- yeah, horrible. Does it sound like they're booing him? Or? No, 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 no. No way. No one's booing BJ Penn, bro. Fucking A, man. This is wild. Look at him. He looks thinner, man. He looks like oh, he he's looks, way thinner. Yeah. I mean, they're fighting at one forty-five. You know, BJ fought heavyweight. He fought Lyoto Machida yeah, in it Hawaii. Was over two hundred five. Oh it was called the Rock, correct? No, the promotion no, no. called fought, the Rock. They didn't is that right? Fight in heavyweight. No, he fought. I mean, he did fight in Hawaii. Rumble on the Rock. That was Rumble his, on the Rock. That's his what I was promotion. Yeah, but that's not when he fought Lyoto. He fought Lyoto in Japan. Mm. He fought. Um, he fought Gomi in. Um, 
in Hawaii when Gomi was a legend, and he beat the piss out of Gomi. That's when Gomi was at his best. Look at this. Freaking oh, love Penn, BJ Penn. God damn. Look at this. Amazing. TJ and Joey. I wish I wish I could hear his walk. That's a living legend best. right there, folks. Straight up. He is a living legend. Oh, you like Bruce Lee? Yeah, we got BJ Penn fight right now. Yeah. He's actually competing. I'm a big fan of Bruce Lee too, but I think all this Bruce Lee talk's getting out of hand. I agree. It wouldn't 100%. last too long in the octagon. Yeah. Oh, as people are saying, he's the greatest. This, the greatest. So he's a very good actor. Had some really good very ideas. Very good about actor. Martial did arts. some great stuff. Did some great stuff with Jeet Kune Do. But however, he never officially competed. Exactly. There's nothing on record. It's also yeah. about and then last time I said, I think I said this on my podcast, the Fighting Kid, or on yours. I forget. People bombard me with tweets like, "How dare you!" No, man, I'm stating the facts. Yeah. I'm sure he's great. I, he's great. One of the best ever. Dude, I wear Bruce Lee t-shirts all the time. Me too. I love Bruce, Bruce Lee. Fan. However, but you I'm can't a... talk about him and, Bruce and BJ Penn in the same sentence. Exactly. No, Keep it fighter. real. One's a Keep warrior. One's an actor, one's a warrior. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, he was hugely important. Bruce Lee is hugely important. I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan. Me he too. was the original mixed martial artist. He was the first guy. And when I came along in the 1980s when I was doing martial arts when it first started they still had this issue where people were loyal to their style they still got a lot of that man and bruce lee was the very first guy and it was even before i was started training the very first guy who came along and said that's all nonsense like you should use what's useful mm -hmm. and he built his own style that was based on incorporating all these different martial he arts he also turned martial arts into a business mm -hmm. and then to the, the dragon he actually does an arm bar too Oh, yeah, he does. Well, he worked out a lot with Gene LaBelle. Oh, he did? Gene LaBelle was on the podcast. He told me some great stories. Wow. Hey, oh. that's classic. Yeah, He Gene, was a tiny guy, right? He was like 5'4". 135. 135, yeah. Oh, 5'7", I think, 135. Yeah, 5'7", yeah. They still really don't know how he died, right? They say he makes like head aspirin injury. with painkillers. He had a head injury, apparently. Like some sort of aneurysm Obviously, or you guys like don't know about the Chinese mafia. Let's find mm -hmm. out. Yeah, I know. That's the no, other No, no, right? I literally, I Googled it because I was getting so much heat about Bruce uh, Lee. And it, they said he was at, like, some director's house. He had a headache. He took aspirin. Then when he went home, he took a painkiller, and it killed him. Look at Frankie. He Edgar. always runs in. And you'll see Mark Henry running right behind him. You see him trying to keep up? There he is. Look. There's your Nintendo controller. Here he comes. Nintendo 64 in the house. Damn, Frankie Edgar. Holy shit. Here we go. Here we go. Real those Frankie Ben Henderson fights? Those are so close. I had Frankie beating Ben in Denver. Yeah, I thought he won. Me too. I thought it was very close, but I thought Frankie won. Man, I can't believe this fight's about to go down. This is so exciting. I can't believe they're fighting again. All right, death. Lee collapsed in Golden Harvest Studios in Hong Kong while doing dubbing work for Enter the Dragon. Suffering from seizures and headaches, he was immediately rushed to Hong Kong Baptist Hospitals where doctors treated him with chicken bones and voodoo. No. Well, there's your problem. Uh, diagnosed a cerebral edema. <laughs> I was like, what? Hong Kong Baptist so Hospital. So he had an aneurysm or Listen something, to that. Right? Hong Kong Baptist Hospital. Yeah. Okay. Um, he had a cerebral edema. They were able to reduce the swelling. Um, wow, so he had bleeding in the brain, man. Mm. Wow, that's fucked up. And then what? They reduced the So that was in May. Um, the same symptoms that occurred in his first collapse were uh, repeated on the day of his death. 1973, Lee was in Hong Kong to have dinner with James Bond star George Lazenby. 
whom he intended to make a film. According to Lee's wife, Linda, he met with producer Raymond Chow at 2 p.m. to discuss the making of the film. They worked until 4 p.m. and drove together to, at home to the home of Lee's uh, colleague, blah, 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 blah. Three went over the script, and then Chow left to attend a dinner meeting. Lee complained of a headache. Teen gave him uh, an analgesic painkiller, which contained aspirin and a mux- muscle relaxant. Around 7.30, went to lie down for a nap. He did not turn up for dinner. She came to the apartment but could not wake him up. A doctor was summoned, spent 10 minutes attempting to re- revive him before sending him to an ambulance. He was dead at the time he reached the hospital. There's no visible external injury. However, according to autopsy reports, his brain had swollen considerably. So it was probably from fucking brain injuries from, from getting a beating. Like concussion style? Could be, man. Hey. Oh, Okay. The doctor stated that he had died from an allergic reaction to the muscle relaxant, which he described as a common ingredient in painkillers. When uh, doctors announced Lee's death, officially it was ruled death by misadventure. Oof. Misadventure. So in other words, misadventure is in uh, recreational use of drugs or something? Uh, A technical term? Misadventure. He's trying to have an adventure. Look at BJ. Look at BJ. You can see his abs. Never seen that before on BJ. Well, when he fought uh, Diego, mm, he's had, he had him before, ads. yeah, yeah. But he's obviously in good shape, man. Yeah, man. This is so interesting. Definitely going for BJ. Never root against I'm, BJ. I'm so fascinated right now. Me too, and I love his shorts. Yeah, love them. The prodigy. I think he was one of the fastest ever to get his black belt. Correct? Four years? Three? Three years? Three years? God. Not just black belt. Won the, won the world, world championships. Yep. What? Won In the three mundials years. as a black belt. Three oh years God. after he began training. That's insane. Yeah. That's he, insane. He was amazing. Well, he he had incredible. Always had incredible flexibility. You know, that's one of the 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 benefits that he's always had: dexterity and flexibility in his legs. So instead of just being able to hold you with his arms, he holds dudes with his legs like a as chimp. well. Yeah, amazing yeah. leg. Like guys who roll with him, they always come back and they go, his, his ground game is so freaky because of his legs. He's on such another level. Have you ever rolled with him or no? No, no, never have. Here we go. Here we go. This is it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. Oh, my. Well, Eddie Bravo's got the freakiest legs. You want to talk about leg Does dexterity? He? Oh, my goodness. He can do the craziest shit with his legs. Put him in places without things that put things that like other people have to do where you have to grab your foot and put yeah. him in. Eddie can just, just do it like a hand. He can do it like a hand. Damn. His his flexibility is ridiculous. That's cool. In certain positions, but it's weird. Oh, he doesn't have like flexible hands. Here we go, kids. Here we go. Here we go. BJ's opening up with strikes. Look at this. You know how Freddie Roach has worked with all these MMA Look guys? Look how tall BJ's standing. Look how tall he's standing. It's weird. I don't think he's worried about getting Press taken down. Press Look at that. In. Look how tall he's standing. Never Look. seen him do that. It's weird. Weird. Freddie Roach said BJ has the best boxing he's ever seen for an MMA guy. Yeah. Look at this, man. Ooh, nice left hook there by BJ. Dude, BJ looks really tall. This is really strange. Standing right there in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Does he, I mean, does he want to get taken down? Dude, or? it looks different than I've ever seen him ever. before. So strange. Wow. He's looking he's good. He's putting though. pressure. Nice on. leg kick by, by when Frankie. When you're that tall, the leg kick's there all mm-hmm. night long. So are the takedowns, right? Takedowns especially, but Come leg now. kicks are just there. He's oh. super tall on his tippy toes. Standing up straight. Literally on his tippy toes. Yeah. Wow. That's that so weird. It is weird. He's like he's changed his style. Frankie's looking for a takedown. He gets it. Maybe he wanted to go to the ground. Maybe. That's the only explanation. Feet on the hips. 
BJ pushes him off. Leg kicks by Frankie. Wow, this is crazy to watch. Super interesting. Yeah, I feel five. like BJ oh, wants him down there. I'm excited that it's five rounds. Too, Me too. This BJ wants to submit him. Frankie went right back to it. You think so? I do. Why else would you be on tippy toes inviting so a takedown? I don't know if that's it. I don't. I really and, don't and know. And he's not it. kicking to get up either, is he? No. But you, did you notice that like when he was throwing punches, when he's hitting the uh, the pads in the preview, he was like standing straight up too. It was weird. Yeah, I just thought it was because he was just fucking around. Yeah. right? Yeah, I thought so too. But it's almost like he's changed his style a little bit. <clears throat> I wonder if he brought in someone new to work with. Or he's got a philosophy behind it. You'd have to, right? You can't just switch it up for no reason. I don't know. Maybe he had a vision. Maybe oh. he said, "Come on down to the ground, son." Yeah. I was in the ocean. I had a vision. <laughs> <laughs> I took a rock and went under the water. Then now you sound. I'm trying. Now you sound Brazilian. No, no. It's <laughs> like a rock. DJ. So he's not trying to get up. No, no, he's not. But Frankie's not trying to let him up either. It's weird. It it's Frankie trying to turn weird. that corner, back in the guard. He's trying to pass this butterfly. DJ guard. has good luck with that. Ridiculous guard. Ridiculous guard to pass. But you know, doesn't get a lot of triangles. You know, he doesn't, doesn't get a lot of shit off of his really back. Either, yeah, he usually gets people back. He's in the back, middle of the octagon. There's a lot of room to move. Well, here, he sweeps but. guys and takes their back. Yeah, he always mm. gets their back. Yeah, I mean that's he's known for that. Yeah, and locking guys up with one arm trapped. He's a master at that. One arm trapped while he's got your back. Good luck, Frankie passes butterfly. I'm be impressed. Yeah, look at that. See, he, he could get up right there. The he could literally get up right mm -hmm. there. It seems like he doesn't want. Oh. To that was badass. That's Ensign Inouye style. Old school. You ever see that fight, Ensign and Randy Couture? Ensign threw some gangster kicks off of his back from the butt scoot. And then he armbarred Randy. <laughs> Look at this, Frankie trying to get back in there. Back in there. Again, the same. Look at trying to Look pass. Look at him trying to pass. Ain't half. Was Ensign anyway a Samoan? No, he's, he's Chinese. Japanese. Japanese. He's a big <laughs> Japanese guy. Is he a black guy? Is that a black so he, guy? Ethiopian? Well, and, 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 anyway, so about six foot seven. Anyway, anyway could be. He was so Egyptian? thick. He was just so thick. He has to be something else besides Japanese. No, he doesn't. There's a lot of thick Japanese mm, guys. Well, Look know. at Fujita. Fujita's thick. thick as fuck. Look at Ishii. Yeah. Satoshi Ishii's a fucking real thick dude. Judo champion. Oh, by the way, don't call him Ishii. Like we refer to as Satoshi. Oh, really? Learned that after two years of training with him. What is Satoshi? Was well, Ishii his first name? Is that what it is? And Satoshi's his last no, name? No, Satish Satoshi's his first name. Ishii, I don't know. Like someone gay. I don't know how it works. He was, Up we someone go. Someone's trying to explain. Oh, BJ back up. Let's see this. Upright again. Upright again. Straight up and in just the kinda... air. Weird. Good kick to the body by Frankie. Nice switch kick. I wonder <clears> why Frankie didn't throw more leg kicks. There we go. Checked one. Great footwork. Look at Frankie, man. Jesus. I wish, so I wish we could so hear Mark Henry right now. So strange. It is so weird. So strange seeing this style from him. Light on his toes. Very narrow stance. Very narrow stance. The most narrow I've ever seen in the UFC, besides mm -hmm. the kid who just got knocked out, who's 6'5". <laughs> right, strange. No, he's more narrow than that guy. More I don't narrow. know. That guy was straight upright. Yeah, but BJ's got his feet practically touching each other. BJ's feet are touching each other, and he's tipping toes. Yeah. Ooh, nice left hook by Frankie. Good combination. Guess what's going to happen tomorrow? Kids going to be in the gym on their tippy toes. Pro guarantee it. <laughs> Copycat league. Man, really, really interested to see how this plays out.
It's weird. I gave man. that first round to Frankie. Frankie took him down. One hundred percent. Frankie definitely landed more shots. BJ was able to stifle him in the guard, but Frankie kicked the shit out of his legs after Frankie he disengaged. landed more kicks. Yeah. Take down, controlled him on the ground. Although he's trying to pass, it didn't happen. See how how did let's see how if you're a judge when it goes to the ground, you can't pass and you do no damage. Yeah. BJ gets no recognition for that. Zero mm. as a judge. Yeah, totally true. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. I mean, de- but defensively. It means nothing in a fight. Yeah. However, I'm just saying. Right. I know what you're saying. Well, you know what it really is, man? The system should be 30 points. It should be a 10-point system. It should be like a 30-point system. And they should take into account striking, grappling, submissions. You know, all those three things should be taken into account. And that, you know, in the maybe 10 points each side, like maybe one guy gets 10 points for grappling. The other guy gets nine. The other yeah. guy gets 10 points for striking. You know what I mean? Yeah. At, at what point are, is, are they going to make the change? I don't know. I don't think in my lifetime. Uh, oh, I think so. You do? Yeah, I think so. They've, they've, they're actually looking at some alternative scoring methods now. They've they've discussed it. I mean, the UFC is very aware of it. I would like to see them do something can, about can the gloves. You, can you see well. Mark Henry in the back yelling? No, I can't see. Look him. at him. See oh, him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's calling nonstop. Out, right? He wants leg kicks. Interesting fight, man. Interesting so far. I want to see if BJ gets in his groove. He's in good shape. I'll tell you that, man. In this second round, still looking good. Good overhand right with Frankie. I like how Frankie does that. Goes to the single, makes it look like he's going to struggle for it, disengages, and that's cracks Mark you Henry's in the thing. And they did it the first time BJ fought. What would they do? He's so good at defending that single leg. They're just attempting it so BJ reacts so they can land a left hook. Mm. Oh, he tagged him to the right. Interesting. Very interesting. If you're BJ, though, what are you telling him? What, what, you, what your corner's just I like? I BJ's just walking him down. It's interesting. He's putting the pressure on, but. If I say interesting one more time, I'm going to hit myself. <laughs> fucking mad at myself. This fight is interesting. I'm gonna, <laughs> it is. That's, it's the best way to put it. <laughs> BJ's upright and just kind of walking forward, kind of, I don't know, eating leg kicks. and It's very odd. Well, he's checked a lot of them, too, though, man. He's doing a great job of Judges checking. don't care about that. No, no. Oh, there's that right hand again by Frankie. But BJ's walking him down, man. Walking him down, walking him down. You ready for my prediction? Mm-hmm. Fourth round TKO, Frankie Edgar. Another takedown from a right by hand. Frankie. From really? a right hand. Really? Yep. yep. What makes you say that? I just see some stuff. That's what I think. Wow. What do I know? That's a big prediction. What do I? It is. You bold it's bastard. Bold. Bold. You, you are bold, though. Brendan Schaub, if you're anything, you're bold. I'm like that A1 sauce, but bold. <laughs> bold, dog. Spicy. Mm. Spicy. Again, the feet on the hips. Is see, I see this, and I'm like, guard. damn, that's so dope. BJ can control in there, and he can't pass. Everyone else, like, right. damn, BJ's getting his ass whooped. The problem Isn't that is weird? He doesn't do anything offensive from his guard. It's very rare. I don't think he has a single armbar victory from the guard in his career. What he does is control guys, stifle them, sweeps them, and then takes their back and chokes them. Mm-hmm. Like, of all his submissions, what are they? They're almost all, all rare naked, rear naked right? chokes. He gets your back. Yeah. <sighs> Frankie landed a nice right hand there. Isn't that weird? BJ's such a BJJ, f- f- just mm-hmm. ridiculous skills, and he really only rear nakeds guys. Like you're not seeing armbars, leg attacks. He knows them 100. percent He knows all of them. Yeah. But you have your your kind of your niche that you do, and you get comfortable with doing it. Isn't mm-hmm. it weird? This is it also is weird. weird for him to be sitting on his back like this. I don't know. 
Some guys just do that. Like Marcelo Garcia, known for rear nakeds and guillotines. Very rarely do you see Marcelo attempt an arm bar. Although he did leg lock Rico Rodriguez in the absolute of Which Abu Dhabi. crazy. Crazy. Well, Rico was terrified of him. Remember when he had Rico's back and Rico threw himself back on top of Marcelo? Tried, all, yeah. 250 like pounds of Rico. Pounds, yeah. Slammed him. Yeah, which is kind of fucked. Um, yeah, I think it's weird, man. It's just it's so strange. Like you, you just you get good. You probably have two moves in your back pocket mm-hmm. that are your go tos. You know the rest. You know how to defend them, but they're not your go tos. Yeah, there are certain <laughs> guys that do that over and over. Well, look at Ronda and her arm bars. Ronda's arm bars are fucking ridiculous. Like when she fought Misha Tate when they did the Ultimate Fighter together, and she said, "Better get used to wiping your ass with the other hand." She's telling her. I'm going to armbar you. And what does she do? Yeah. Armbars her. Mm-hmm. I mean, incredible. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, man. Yeah. When when someone has it, like, you, you remember Paul Sass? Oh, yeah. Really good triangles. Like, yeah, ridiculous. great triangles. He had something like nine triangle victories in a row. Look at Chuck Liddell. Arms crossed. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. not into it. Just Barely, like, probably what sleeping. the hell? <laughs> He's probably nodding out. If we see Chuck nod out in the background, <laughs> I'd be fucked. <laughs> Boy, this is not the most exciting Yeah, fight. BJ's got to be thinking he's two rounds in the hole here, though, no? I mean, Frankie on top of him, two rounds in the hole. Well, Look at this. Frankie's he's in half guard. Oh, he's going to sweep him. Oh, he got blasted right there. Blasted. Took some serious shots Now he's there. taking some ground and pound. Dexterity of his legs is ridiculous. So few people can move around like that off their back with their legs. But the b- bottom line is he's taking a beating, man. Frankie's on top of him, elbowing the shit out of him here. Oh, damn. Frankie's relentless. Frankie is so tough. I hate seeing this. Look man. at this. I hate seeing BJ Penn get beat up. He is getting beat up too, man. Two rounds. BJ's got to come on strong. Look at this. Oh my goodness. BJ is getting rocked here with these elbows. He's staying calm and everything. See, like here, you can. I mean, at his level, you can go for legs here and you can go for ankles he doesn't that's do your it, options though. there he doesn't do it but, but look, he knows him back. you know you, you know oh, i'd like to see him in his corner look he's tired now, i'd love man. to hear the corner not this yeah. one the other one man interesting ricardo almeida's in his corner too great give guy. us a little volume there jamie please give us bj's, BJ's all busted up a little his cheek he's taking big deep breaths now Two rounds in the hole for Frankie. I remember Ricardo when he was 17 at Hensos, walking around just beating everybody up at 17 and really? big. Oh yeah, he was then big. Let me hear. Let me hear this corner. Damn, his face looks like fuck it. I gotta be honest. That's a face of you know what? Fuck this. Just win this round. That's that's not advice. Just win this round. Wait, he wasn't going to. What should he say, yeah. though, Joe? What can you say? Well. Hey, bro, you are completely getting your ass kicked. Let's try and revamp everything. You can't. He just took a big, deep breath, too. Well, you know, what he's got to do is he's got to keep the fight standing, or he's got to take Frankie down and get on top of him. I mean, if BJ gets on top, his top game is nasty. But he just can't hold him in his guard and put his feet on the hips like that. Right hand's going to drop. nothing. Right hand is going to drop BJ. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get TKO'd. Oh. So weird. This is getting. This isn't as cool as yeah, I thought. It's changing. Now I'm know. super depressed. Yeah, that was a beating. I was all crunk round. about it. Oh, another wow. right hand by Frankie. Frankie's just more active, more accurate, more unpredictable. 
and more successful so far. Look at that nice kick on the transition. Looks like he's pulling away. Boom, lands that kick. He does things like, you know, like he'll, he'll shuffle in for the punches, and then the second time he shuffles out, he throws a hard kick. You know, or he looks like he's going to do what he just did, and he goes for a takedown. Mm -hmm. He mixes shit up so he's well. He's great at mixing it up. And you think that's all his coach, huh? A big part of it, huh? Huge part of it. Very interesting, man. Because when they hit mitts, they do it. I'd love to watch those guys train. See. I loved his fight with Oliveira. Charles Oliveira. Oh, that was I know. That's a great, great fight. Oliveira, very underrated guy. Dude, what happened to Gray Maynard? Uh, he got knocked out by um, Diaz. a couple Nick different Diaz. guys. Nate, yeah, Diaz. Have idea. Nate, Diaz, Nate yeah. Diaz knocked him out. Um, but you uh, don't hear from him, right? You don't really hear much um, lately. What is, what is grip. His, his name that was going to fight for the title? I'm just watching this. I'm trying man, to pay attention Frankie while I'm watching this. Sorry, man. TJ Grant. TJ Grant knocked him out, too. Remember? With an elbow. Yeah. That's right. Standing elbow. So he's a few KOs, and that was after Frankie had knocked him out. So it was like that right hand is finding the oh, home. Man, beautiful combinations by Frankie. The movement was just so good. He's and, not there for a recoil. Either. Oh man, he just ragdolled BJ to the ground there. Crazy. BJ's got to do something, man. He, he can't just lay here with him in his guard like he's been doing. Frankie trying to pass again. Like, BJ is so comfortable in this position, but it's a terrible position for him. It's almost bad that he's that comfortable here because you're just losing the fight, getting beat up. But it's so weird because, you know, he doesn't have an offensive guard. He doesn't have a guard where he attacks off his back, tries to lock up triangles. He's just impossible to pass. Well, Frankie's half passed here. Yeah, he's about to if he can clear that other foot. Well, look. Nope. Wow. Awesome dexterity. Wow. I mean, it is impressive. Great recovery. It yeah. really is. I love seeing it. It is impressive. But everyone more... else listening to this, like, this is the most bullshit yeah, fight but, ever. But Frankie's smashing him. Yeah, more elbows. More elbows. Boom, boom, boom. How is BJ? Oh, BJ's cut bad now. How is BJ going to go? Oh, he's, he's lighting him up. He's lighting him up. That's, a, get that's that nasty. Eye. Look at it. It's, it's going into his eye now. I wouldn't be surprised if you're his corner, you throw in the towel. You're really? dealing with a legend like this. Look at that blood. Oh, Jesus. That's the bloodiest we've ever seen, BJ. Yes. He doesn't really cut a lot. Well, he's cutting a lot now. Frankie keeps targeting that same spot with elbows. And BJ's got two more minutes of this to deal with. Oh, another one on the same spot. Oh, my goodness. BJ's getting fucked up. Dude, Herb Dean might stop this fight. He's going to look at the cut. Wow. Ah, oh, damn. Man. BJ just doesn't have an answer. He does not have an answer. Boy, and Frankie's been saying, oh, oh my God, he's bro. pounding on him. He's going to mount, he, he's going to crucifix him. You're not crucifixing BJ and finishing like that. They're just not going to happen. Dude, look at this. Look at this. He's getting hit in the head. Bang, bang, bang. Just pounding. He's not hitting his glove. Of that. He's pounding him, man. What if Frankie submits him? How crazy what would that be? What if he gets the mount? Yeah. Is it? Oh my God, he's crushing! He keeps him. going back to this butterfly garden, just doing not nothing. Doing oh, elbow! Ooh. Oh, another one. He's getting worked. This is crazy to watch. This is not cool. Frankie's a monster, man. He is he's a, monster. a monster, man. He really is. Look at him, just fucking ferocious with these punches and elbows. Herbie's gonna stop the fight, man. That's it. Holy yeah, shit! No point. That's it. PJ Penn. Wow. No point. Frankie Edgar puts I mean, PJ wow. Penn away. Wow. Wow. Look at that. That was weird. That is crazy. Wow, that was a route. That sucked. Yeah. It was a three-round. Well, it was great for Frankie. 
Amazing performance. That's why he's a 10 to 1 favorite? I would guess so. Is he a 10 to 1 favorite? Yeah, well, the opening line, I mean, I don't know what it was when the actual fight went down, but man, that's hard to watch. Hard to watch. Hard to watch. It's crazy, man. They all go down, man. They all go down. Everyone does. Hate to tell you, your favorite fighter, that's going to happen one day, unless he gets out before that happens. Yeah, man. I, I, I hope that we've seen the last of certain guys like GSP. I don't want to see him go down like Me this. Neither. I don't see Anderson go down like this. No. Nope. Yeah. Do you think it's gonna? He's gonna go down like this again? You think Anderson's gonna wind up fighting again and fighting someone else? Yep. Look at this. Boom. Boom. Because they're gonna give him a fight. Mm-hmm. It'll probably be in his favor. He'll win that one, and then you get some demon who's not gonna be down like that. You know? Would you remember when he was coming out for the Weidman fight, the second fight, and he paused during his walk? That was weird. He got down on his knees. Down, yeah. He squatted and mm-hmm. just like sat there, like almost like he was having a hard time breathing. Yeah, trying to keep it together, that was weird, right? Collect himself. Yeah. yeah, well, it's just the fucking nerves, man. Knowing that you're about to go in there against this dude who's made out of concrete. Tell me, you know? tell me about it, especially at heavyweight. I feel like I'm not saying it, it, it but it is. I am saying it. it's different. Heavyweight's different because they can crack you with one shot. Because you're, you're going in, you're just like, all right, well, this guy's 265 pounds. I mm-hmm. it, literally, if I make an error, it's over, <laughs> and I'm going to get really, really hurt. Mm-hmm. So at heavyweight, it's just different, man. Like the nerves are different. You're dealing with. That's scary. What, what's the guy that hit you the hardest? You think hardest in my life? You know, everyone said you know, like Roy Nelson, who I got knocked out by, hit me behind the ear, so it wasn't that hard. Uh, same with Noguera. I would say. Rothwell. No, 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 that's the lightest I've ever been hit. It went out. And the reason was I was sparring with Shane Carmen the week before and got wobbled with a left hook, almost knocked out basically, and then fought. That's why that shot put wow. me down. Because if you look, Rothwell really doesn't hit me that hard. He's, I'm like flailing, trying to put him away, and he just like clips me in the back of the air and I fall down. Yeah, I, I was rocked before that fight. Wow. That happens all the time, right? All the time. And at heavyweight, it's a different bird. Uh, I would say who rocked me where I, I kept going would be uh, probably LeVar Johnson. Hit me with the uppercut, and it literally almost ripped my lips off. Wow. I was just like, good Lord. He's a banger, huh? Yeah, banger. That guy getting hit. That, yeah, that's all. He was like put on this earth to knock bitches out. He's a strong motherfucker. Yeah, might have been a boring fight, but it put a wrestling clinic on his big ass, <laughs> and he tested positive for steroids. <laughs> yeah, he did, a right? wrestling yep. clinic. Well, that's it. Wrestling 101. The end of the BJ Penn career, man. I think oh, we've seen, we've seen yep. the uh, the end, right? Well, now I'm super depressed. I am? No. It wasn't I'm fun good. to watch, wasn't man. wasn't cool to watch. I was not hoping, end on a high note. I was hoping it would be a competitive fight. But you, that you just don't want to see that, man. Yeah. That shit sucks. Yeah, it was a, that was I'm all out of bulletproof coffee. BJ Penn got his There's ass whooped. There's little thing to that. Yeah, that, I know. I gotta, I gotta sleep tonight. <laughs> I went to Zumani, did some weird stuff. I need sleep. <laughs> I need sleep, man. Man, oh, it's, it's tough to watch. Fighter companion. When I was a kid, um, I uh, watched Donald Curry, who's a big fan of mine, fight Mike McCallum. You remember Mike McCallum, the body snatcher? No. You don't remember him? No. Uh, middleweight champion, bad motherfucker. And he, Mike McCallum, hit Donald Curry with a left hook to the body. And then a left hook and knocked Donald Curry the fuck out. Donald Curry went out flat on his back, and I was so depressed. I just put on my fucking shoes and went running. Oh, I was, yeah. It was cold out. I was like, I was living in Boston. Just I just out. ran down the street. Just, just went running. I couldn't take it. I was just so depressed. 
And then I remember deciding at that moment, I'm never going to get depressed when a fighter loses ever again. I'm ever. never going to invest. You're, you're never going to let it affect you that way. I, I can't. I can't let it affect me like that. I remember deciding that because I was so bummed out. I took it so personally. Mm. That happens to a lot of people. It, it happens to me. Like when, when I found out um, or lost got the main event against Bigfoot, I went and ran probably six miles. I get super stressed out and sad about it because I, I, that should have been me. I didn't know what to do, so I just went hit the gym running. Let's talk about that because Bigfoot's a weird situation, man, because Bigfoot has a real issue. Like he's got a tumor on his pituitary gland. He has giantism, gigantism, I guess, which made him, um, I mean, they had to give him, at one point in time in his career, he was over 300 pounds. Yeah, he cut to 65. Yeah, he used to cut down to 265. He was fucking enormous. When shredded, he fought, too. Shredded. Yeah. When he fought Arlovsky, when he fought Fedor. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Shredded. He was huge. He was absolutely gigantic. When he mm. fought Arlovsky. He fought Arlovsky? Oh, yeah. When? Oh, yeah. They fought in uh, Strike Force. Or it might have been Elite XC. It was Elite XC. How did he do? Uh, he won in a, I think it was a controversial decision, but it, it was a good fight. Really? He won. It, it might have been a decision, but he won for sure. Mm. Um, so Listen, he, big, Bigfoot. Oh, look at that cut. My God. It was pretty bad. Crazy. Bigfoot Bigfoot on those stuff, though, it do, just because he has an issue doesn't make it okay that he takes stuff. No. Because this this is, you, you want to make it fair? Say, all right, Ar- Arlovsky, you can take whatever he's taking. Right. Because, that would be fair. Well, the only problem with that, of course, is that when you, um, you know, when you tell a guy they can take hormones, Especially if you don't really need them naturally, if you, your body's healthy, you don't, you're going to fuck your whole endocrine system up. Your system's not well, going to yeah. what's going on. All right. Well, yes. So it's irresponsible. It's, it's irresponsible. Re- at the same yeah. time, you're fighting a guy who is on different supplements to enhance his fighting career than you are, and you can't mm-hmm. do anything about it. Right. And it's he true. has a pass to do this? Mm-hmm. Oh, and they're fighting in Brazil? Weird. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> you're fighting on. in Brazil, Bigfoot <laughs> in Brazil. Orlovsky, this is not a gift. This is a punishment. Do you think that mm. when he gets down there that, I mean, is it possible for Bigfoot to fight clean? That's the real nope. question. Nope. Not possible. Nope, not possible. But with his condition, stuff like that, not possible. And he's been on it his entire career, and then you want to get him off? You yeah. want to rank him in the top five? Good luck. Good luck. So what There's happens? a reason fighting in Brazil. So you think he's going to juice up? I think so. Wow, interesting. I think so. I, and listen, if and this is what I would have done if the UFC said, "Hey, we want you to fight Bigfoot in Brazil." I'd say, listen, I'll fight Bigfoot, no problem. I want to fight him in Vegas or California with the drug testing strict. Mm-hmm. Where all right, he does need this stuff. That's fine. That's fair game. However, I want it regulated. I want random tests to make sure he's not overdoing it because that's what guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Let's be real here, man. Right? Fuck that noise. Yeah. Well, what do you think about Vitor now? Because Vitor is gonna and he's gonna, gonna get, get a the title next, shot. Uh, Weidman. That ain't no picnic, bro. No. Him fighting Weidman. No. Coming off the sauce and fighting Weidman. I know, man. Have you seen photos of Vitor? Have you seen video of him lately? No. He does not look the same. He doesn't? He does not look the same. He looks much smaller. He's going to he's gonna probably get destroyed, man. Yeah, he looks like he almost can make welterweight. Dang. Wow. Yeah. He takes a size nine shoe. He's got small hands and feet. Yeah. He's not the biggest guy in the no. world. He's had a lot of broken hands because of that. Yeah. Ooh, his wife is a dime like Yeah, with the Bigfoot stuff, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's almost, you almost want to say, all right, if you can't fight without taking this stuff, you should probably stop fighting. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not fair. Either way you paint it, even if he needs the stuff, it's not fair because the yeah. other guys aren't on it. That, I mean, and that is the it's truth. It's not. If you can't fight without it, you really should stop fighting because a lot of the reasons why these people need that stuff is because of head injuries. 
or cheating. Yes. Or you used to do steroids. You used to cheat. Whatever the reason is, if I fight Bigfoot Silva and he's all juiced up on whatever cocktail he has in Brazil that I'm not on, you punch me in the face and I suffer horrible brain trauma because you were sauced up. Or, or how about I punch him as hard as I can? Mm-hmm. Dude, there's about two guys in this world who can take a Mark Hunt punch to the face. Roy Nelson, who he's fighting in September, and Bigfoot Silva juiced up. Only juiced up. He's not taking his mate. Well, his head is enormous, so it probably helps him. However, juiced up, it's helping him. What's you can't sit in the pocket with Mark Hunt. No one in this world can sit for those two guys. I wonder if, if it did help him because if you, if you know the whole story, Hunt fought Bigfoot and they had this incredible war, but then it turns out they tested Bigfoot after the fight. He was on testosterone replacement. They tested him before the fight. He was at normal levels. Tested him after the fight. Jacked to the roof. So Took it, some stuff in the locker room, maybe. Allegedly. And he blamed his Most doctor. Yeah, wow. blamed his doctor, which is crazy. His doctor's going to sue him. He said he was going to sue him. I don't know. Who knows what the fuck happened. But Either the way, point he is, illegally took stuff. He definitely took was, too much. had elevated testosterone, and he definitely had a tremendous ability to absorb punishment. Yeah. That he didn't abs- it didn't show in the Cormier fight. Or Cormier Kane. put him away. Kane put him away. Like, Kane lit him up and dropped him and, and put him away quick in their fight. And Mark Hunt hits harder than both of them combined. There's mm-hmm. no one in this heavyweight division that hits harder than Mark Hunt in the world. There's just not. Isn't that fascinating that testosterone could do that for you? It's crazy. So all you have to do is just go in there with hyper-elevated levels. So, so take, take out the part that he has fucking gigantic. Giganticism, you know what I'm saying? That he's an absolute monster. <laughs> but now he can absorb punches. Yeah. And hit harder. And better cardio. Fuck. If you're e- if you're doing EPO and everything, you assume he's also doing that. I'm not, I, I well, don't know. Well, but, listen, if, yeah. if, if you're open to this cocktail, if, if you you're love gonna whiskey, open, you're, gonna you're not going to turn cocktail. down vodka. You're going to do the best cocktail. You do whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that is you the You guys believe question, that I don't right? do anything? No, I think you're on. That is, he had to bring it back to himself. Yeah, that is well, the question. It's <laughs> like how many guys are how many guys are on things? You this know, is like, the thing, Joe. If you're if you're open to put these supplements in your body, why wouldn't you be open to putting these other supplements in your body? Of course, you're not just like, well, I'll do this, but I gotta stay at this limit. And they're like, well, if you do this, you're really gonna be a badass. No, that's just mm. ethically wrong. Yeah. If you're putting a needle in your ass, yeah. what do you care if it's filled halfway or full? You know right. what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah, that is true. I mean, and a guy like Chael, I mean, that's pretty much proves it. You know, Chael had his reasons why he said that he took the first two supplements, and then it turns out that they have this incredibly detailed testing that Lorenzo pays for that's $45,000 per fighter. And they're taking this, this is a crazy thing, they're taking the drug, they take the blood, rather, they take a, a test from you, and then the guy has a direct chain of custody. So he's taking this, flying with this blood to the place where they're testing it. That's nuts. And he's like a notary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, well, he's basically like the guy carrying the fucking nuclear codes. Yeah. You know, he's flying with it in his possession at all times, gets to the lab, so it's never left his possession, and then they test it. And, you know, they tested That's how Chael got busted Unreal. for all that stuff. Mm-hmm. EPO and HGH, which the athletic commissions were not testing for because it's fucking expensive as shit. Yeah. You know, if they had to pay, look, if a fighter's getting paid eight grand, eight and eight, eight to win, eight, <laughs> eight to show, and it's cost $45,000 to test them, something's crazy. That's yeah. why only the superstars can get caught because you're, you're paying the superstars so much money, it's worth it to risk it. Yeah. Is it worth it now? Because now we just lost one of the biggest faces of the UFC mm-hmm. who could talk people into liking the UFC. Yeah. Is it though? But I don't being, think it's worth it. Well, what is because he's is, not the only one. No, it's like baseball. When people freak out about Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. You dumb fucks! All the pitchers were on it, so yeah. it's a fair game. Lance Armstrong, 
Listen, when he tested positive, they had to go back to 15th place to find a guy who didn't test positive. It's a level playing field if everyone's on it, you fucks. You know what I'm saying? Sort of, but it's kind of, well, it's like, especially in combat sports, like, well, it's dangerous. Well, so's getting punched in the face. Yeah. You know, that's pretty dangerous, too. Super dangerous. You know, it also you, keeps your career, go- you, you can fight longer, you can play longer. Yeah. You know, you're not hitting a fastball if your bat speed slows down a lot of times in the major leagues. But you can make twenty more million dollars and play for five years if you take some stuff. Ryan so Braun, you know. Ryan Braun, the guy who got busted and then ratted out, out everyone, saying how he was against stuff. That guy made one hundred forty-four million dollars. Went to fucking Costa Rica. I was suspended. Came back. He's fine. Yeah, and, and why other, wouldn't I do it? Yeah, and you, <laughs> and you stay injury free. I'm balls free. deep in Costa you Rican bitches. <laughs> 140 million in the bank. Right. Everyone forgets he got a stand ovation when he went back to Milwaukee. Really? Like, yeah, he's back. Yeah. Hey guys, took a year off. Recuperated my body, rich wow. as shit. Yeah, and you stay in, you stay injury like 144 free million guaranteed. Thing, you know? Yeah, he made a free guaranteed. guaranteed. And so they don't take and any of that away from you when you test positive for drugs and rattle your friends. Maybe like ten million. Who gives a <laughs> fuck? You <laughs> filthy out. rich. You rattle filthy rich. Out. That's so gross, though, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's you know that's an issue with Chael as well. They're bringing in the federal guys, so they're going <sighs> to ask him questions. Where'd you get the EPO? Especially EPO. That is a motherfucker. That's a super super illegal thing. <laughs> Yeah, you have that. Stuff. All of it's not good, man. Mm-hmm. EPO, HEH, testosterone, but whatever H-E-H else he's on. is normal. Like you could find that. EPO is tricky. That's soup. It's very dangerous. Wow. They always say way. nobody went to jail for taking steroids, but you go to jail for lying to the feds. You so go to jail for lying, uh, and, yeah, and you go oath. to jail for lying, and you go to jail for selling it mm-hmm. in mass yeah. distributions. Yeah, yeah it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Chael. I mean, I don't know where the fuck he got it from, but Brian Stan was talking about it, like you know that he had a conversation with Chael. He's like, you better be forthcoming when they come to you and they ask you questions. That is where you can't lie to them. Listen, if Brian Not Stan tells me something as far as the government goes, I'm for sure listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely like, yes, sir. I'm calling him sir, too. <laughs> yes, sir. You, yes, sir. Why are you calling me sir? I don't know. I'm, I'm really freaked out right now. I'm really freaked out right now. I want to like, can you just come back to my hotel room and talk if, to if me? If I had to ask you. Can you talk me to sleep? You're the inside guy here more than any of us, right? If I had to ask you, how many guys do you think, what percentage of guys are taking HGH? <laughs> There's a headline you can be tomorrow. Okay, no, no. Shop thinks everyone's okay. on shit. I'm just refuses say- to fight Bigfoot only in Denver. I'm just gonna say some some numbers, and you just give me facial expressions that don't necessarily <laughs> confirm nor deny. Okay, sixty percent, seventy percent. Wow, we're gonna stop there. I don't want it to That's be. That's amazing. I don't even. Yeah, like 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 when I fought Levar Johns, for instance, we went on the scales. And we get off, I turn my coach, I go, come on, bro. He gets obviously on stuff. I just assumed, like, everyone's like, bro, he's jacked. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, well, literally, I just assume he's on shit. I assume right. he's on HGH. I assume he's on testosterone. Right. It's just part of the game we play, which is fucking insane. Right. Because he hit me with, like, this 30% uppercut, and I was, like, in la-la land, almost ripped my fucking lips off. 30%. 30%, because yeah. it kind of, it, it, like, went with it. Right. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. thing lands, my jaw's all shattered. I'm fucking Jeez. Kanye West style, talk, like slurping my dinner and shit. What happened to Kanye West? Was it a car He got shot, I think, right? And right. broke his jaw or something. Was it? Car accident. Car accident. Car accident. When? I'm, shot. I just figure gangster shot. <laughs> I made that up. I assumed. I assumed. He wears Jeez. like Gucci loafers and shit. Yeah, I don't know, this guy's a gangster. I don't know. Sports are crazy. Listen, 
this is it's just not the UFC. We're talking about like it's just a UFC problem. This is everything. Right. And, and the, uh, watch the NFL Network. The bottom of the screen goes. Blo- uh, Jordan Dixon gets spent for enhancing performance mm-hmm. enhancers. It happens right. all the time, but they don't make a big deal of it. Right. It's like literally, you don't hear about it. You didn't hear about it on Sports Center. Well, no one gets tested more than combat athletes. But in my but it's opinion, weird. It, the, they make such a big deal of it. Well, here's these the other reason. sports they don't because if you're better because of performance enhancing drugs, you're better performing. You're better at hitting a ball. You're better at throwing a ball. You're better at, you know, doing sports. But you're not better at beating the fuck out of a person and causing damage to their brain. And and, yeah. and definitely taking years off their life. Yeah. We saw A-Rod last night in Vegas. I'm a good. fan. Look I'm a fan. Good. I've always liked him. Had a couple of gals with him. Looks sure like did. he's having a good old time. What the fuck? This guy was at the bar. Two blonde dime pieces who I was going to go up to and kind of snag myself. Good thing I didn't because they've been, like, they've been like, wave. huh? You did get get the wave. fuck out of here. What? You know what kind of money A-Rod's paying us? <laughs> get the fuck out of here. He's in the suite. Oh, I'm in the cellar. I'm sorry. He's I'm down villa, below. Bro. I'm down villa. below in New York, New York, literally in the subway. But I gotta tell you, if I was A Rod, I would be. Hey, girls, here. My eyes are up here. Look at me. They were. They Look did have the me. hungry eyes for Big Brown, huh? They were, they were looking at me. You got they were looking at me. You got a little wave. I still got it. You got son. a wave. Hey, A Rod, your girls were looking. Well, let's they talk like about the that. There's a difference. There's a difference like between the way the an athlete and a fighter. When the, when there's a bunch of athletes, but then the fighter walks in the room, the the, the stakes have been changed. For sure, right? alpha yeah. male in the house. Oh cool! Oh 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 cool! You hit a little white ball. That's awesome. I'll yeah. snap your fucking neck. <laughs> That's great. I wish I could say that. I'll I'll snap your neck and then fuck the two girls you brought. Yeah, and you can't do anything about it. Look at Brian. I wish I could do that. I know. I'm all his, jealous. I'm his like, feet are twisting up inside of his shoes right now. His toes right? are curling up and sweating. It's not the Boston Red Sox, motherfucker. Old snap yeah. your neck. Take your girl. <laughs> is there a single like sport that commands more respect than that? Not sense? even close. Not even boxing, right? Than Not MMA. even close. Not because even close. Because MMA people really can't. They're even like what? But look at fucking Floyd Mayweather. He's con- compared to Ronda Rousey, and everybody says Ronda Rousey would beat his ass in a street beat fight. Beat the shit out of everyone. Knows I mean, that. I think he, I crazy. think she would. I really do. One hundred percent, she you, would. You look Absolutely at that last destroyed. fight. Oh, look at poor. Well, I'm BJ, not mad at BJ's man. girl either. She's very pretty, but look at poor BJ, man. That is rough. See, that's the difference between us. You looked at BJ, I looked at his girl. Oh mm. man, it's hard to watch, man. The it's worst, man. Watch. I love that guy. Hard to Great. watch, man. You know, and I just got to go home to his kids like that. I mean, that was something that he said when he fought Nick Diaz. I was talking to him. He's like, I can't keep going home to my children looking like this. That's a beast, my man. Kids are scared of me, you know. Dan Cormier, once again, kids. I, I hate when I lose. So I hate being around my neighbors. Even like, damn, sorry, man. Do they you know? talk and to I you? I hate my neighbors. <laughs> I, I hate them. But I walk in, and I'm like, fuck, sorry, bro. That's I can't hilarious. stand my neighbors. That's hilarious. We hate each other. Really? Yeah. What's it about? Because they're 50 and act like they're 30, and they party and do drugs and keep me up when I'm in camp. Oh, no. And the guy knows who I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. I just talked about snapping A-Rod's neck. What do you think I'll do to you? They're 50 and they pro- party all night? Party, do drugs, coke, banging on really? the walls. They yell at me when I bang on the walls. I'm moving out of there, by the way, though. Things are moving up. I'm, no, my place, my, no, my place is super nice, Doug. My place is super nice. Yeah, it's it's super place. nice, but they're just whatever. They're, I don't know. They so need, you guys bang on the walls with each other? I, I bang on the that. walls and she yells at me. All right, I hear you. I'll turn it down. Oh, my God. Cheeto fingers. I, I went over there. I gave him a motivational talk. It didn't work. You they, gave them a motivational talk? Yeah, how they need to clean their life up and stop eating Cheetos and c- get a job. <laughs> did you really? No, I didn't. No, I, did. no. <laughs> I want to, though. I'll do that. Forty nine ninety five. I'll come to your house with Cheeto fingers. Right. When you're in mid-camp and you're fucking training your ass off and you're constantly exhausted and constantly pushing it, do you look at this like, you know, like, man, 
there's there's only a certain amount of years I can do this. No, I don't. Just, I think once you start thinking that, you're fucked. I think you're right. Because they told me, I've, I've heard about, I'm not going to mention names, a fellow heavyweight who was going through camp recently and was like, fuck this, man. This sucks. Guess what? Who, guess who doesn't say that in camp? Me. I'm like, fuck, man. What can I? I'm always, I'm, all I think about is what I did wrong. I'm always like, fuck, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I constantly think how I can get better. Well, you're very self-motivated, too. You're not, you're not a guy who needs someone to wake you up and get you. Fuck, no. Because guess what? Because you, if, you, if you have to have someone yell at you to motivate you and make you successful, someone's going to yell at you while you're fucking getting your ass whipped. You, you don't want that. You know who else is self-motivated? Huh. Brian Callen. That's Look right, ladies and gentlemen. That's he gets right. up. He pretends to work out. Yeah. Does like like a boxing tomorrow. Does some kipping, Wayne kipping chin-ups. Da, 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 da. Hands are getting fast. Yeah, man. Life's Run, crazy. Runs up the um, hill and gets that's tired. It. That's it, guys. I gotta, I'm going to go to bed, get up early. Oh, uh, yeah? What time are you working train, out tomorrow? Train, do my meditation, read Nietzsche. <sighs> do you read Nietzsche? No. No, not at all. I just like the way it sounds. It's a good thing to say to chicks if you try to impress them. Get into my horse stance. It's a classic story. First time I ever went to Brian's house, he had like some fucking the catcher in the rye or some shit open on his coffee table. I go, you don't read that. I go, you I put books. that out there when chicks come over to impress him. He goes, like, you're right. For I, sure. tell, I tell a story about that in my stand-up. I'm just laying books around. Like I was gonna, <laughs> She was like really smart. She went to Princeton. I was like, oh, look, Hemingway. I don't know. I guess I read it. Sir, are you, when read, I'm not are you reading money, the dictionary? When I'm not on TV, I read Hemingway. I read. Trying to be all smart. God, the things Some you I picked up in a book. Something I picked up in a book, kids. Because I'm white. W H I T. Do you ever read e. any books about training, about like like mental toughness or yeah. that oh, shit? Yeah. Do you? Yep. Yeah. A lot yep. of people do, right? I, I, yeah, I read a lot of like mental books, uh, mental toughness. I read a lot of like um, military stuff. Really? Because if, if you can picture how military guys, like Navy SEALs, what they go through and the mind frame they get in, mm -hmm. what we do is nothing compared to them. Right. You got to think about the nerves the Navy SEALs dealing with before they go into war. Mm. And they talk about the breathing technique and the mentality they have, especially when they're going through tr like boot camp and the Navy SEAL selection, which is insane because one out of like 99 makes the cut. And saying the guys who make it and the, 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 the guys who run it say they can always tell who's going to make it because I guess they talk to them and interview them after each day. And the one, you know, guys would be like, yeah, man, there's only three weeks left. If I can just get through these three weeks. They say when that guy walks out of the room, like, he's fucked. He's not going to make it. Then when another guy comes in the room, he's like, I'm just trying to get through tomorrow, man. I'm just trying to get through tomorrow. I, take, I literally take it one drill at a time. I go, just get through this drill and take the next drill. Yeah. And it's the same thing in fighting. And th that's what I do. I never look at the grand scheme of things. I never do. Like, I'll wake up and like, all right, you got five rounds of sparring. Let's go. Let's do this first round. And then I look at the second round, third, fourth, fifth. That's interesting. But if you look at the grand scheme, like, oh, man, I got 12 weeks to get ready for this fight. You think about the 12 weeks? What the fuck? It's a lot of work, man. You're going to be overwhelmed. You're not going to be focused at your best, breaking it down individually. That's interesting. But what about, like, the overall game? Like, if you look at your overall mixed martial arts game and trying to improve and trying to compare all these things, do you, do you like, have, like, a, an, an overall like assessment of like over six six weeks I would like to look like this seven weeks in I would like to be at these numbers I'd like to be doing these rounds I'd like to be doing do you have like like things mapped no because like because because no? cardio has never been a huge issue for me like I always get in crazy shape I uh, the one thing I do have like as a marker like a numerical marker is my resting heart rate if I, if, heart. I, if I'm above 40 I freak out I'm usually around 37 38 when I'm in phenomenal shape which beats Michael Phelps and Hussein Bolt, by the way. Wow. Yeah. So when I'm like 37, 
for Mitriona, I get down, I think, 36, 37. It's like the best I've ever been. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's crazy, right? What yeah, gets your crazy. heart rate there? Like, what is Just like. Just being in phenomenal shape, man. Like, what is like the best thing that you do? To, like, what, what do you attribute that to? Like what? What kind of? Uh, I don't know if I can put to one thing. I'll just say just relent, like the tempo I set nonstop, and then I finish my week off by running on the track, doing these long sprints where we monitor my heart rate. So when it goes, uh, it, so I'll end my heart rate be like one eighty eight. As soon as it gets down to one forty, I'm running again. Wow, I'd say that does it. Yeah. As soon as it gets down to one forty. One forty. Wow. As soon as it hits one forty, that's, that's not my very rest. low. It's not very low. No. Yeah. So you just you That's where I get my confidence from though, man. Because I'm fucking terrified. And I and I'll I'll be honest, I suffer a little bit from body issues too, man. Because I'm not like super ripped. So that's why I'm always on a diet. Like tomorrow, I just tell him Brian, I'm going on a four day juicing cleanse. I'm just gonna drink a juice for four days. I'm had a, some donuts. I'm a, had some donuts at, f- the, at the airport. Yeah, yeah, I eat like shit and I'm gonna go on this four day Wendy's cleanse. Yeah. You ate Wendy's? Yeah, I did. First time I've had fast food in probably eight years. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. It's all right. I gave well, it a nod. Yeah. <laughs> You hungry and tired, and you did some drinking this weekend. Yeah, a little craziness. Humanity, humanity. So when you say body issues, like you feel weird when you take your your shirt off inside the octagon, like that kind of thing. Uh, no, not really inside the octagon. Like when I'm out of camp, you it's rare you see me with like my shirt off, which I'm I'm in I'm always in good. I would shape. never wear clothes if I had your body. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird, right? It's yeah. weird, but I'd if wear, you talk, I'd wear if, cloth. If, l- listen, you talk to Ariani. I'm sure there's something she doesn't like on her body. Everyone suffers from it. Right. For me though, it's just like like when you're. When uh, you're looked at as an elite athlete, I never want people to see me not in shape, right. which I am in shape, but I, n- I don't want people to see me like out, out of my peak. But you see a guy like Fedor, like always had kind of like a little bit of a gut, you know, always like yeah. he, he just didn't give ripped. a fuck. He, he was just like, whatever, I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah, he had no ass, a like gut, just yeah. balding, was like, <laughs> fuck it. Wasn't fuck worried it. at all about I know, the it's way different. It's different. I know. Don't I, you wish you could be like that? I guess, yeah. Hell yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you think? Like, maybe if you like thought the way he thinks, I mean, is there a way to like emulate that sort of a mindset or program yourself to no. think like that? No, he has to do culturally what what is considered manly. He also doesn't. You know what I mean? He also doesn't <clears throat> care. Like, I care how I look. I'm very vain. I like fast cars, bad bitches, and I live on the beach. <laughs> he 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 lives in Russia, wrestles grizzly bears, drinks fucking uh, beer, and fucking eats potatoes, and has a gut hanging over his belt, and probably right. fucking. Gutrude has fucking hair hanging out of her armpits. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we're, both, we're both. We're both. We're both. Not really a Russian name. We're, we're very fine. different. We're fucking very Gutrude. different. If you yeah. like had, one. I don't think it has anything to do with being successful or not. I think I'm, some of the biggest stars I know, most successful people I know, are very self conscious. Really, big time in in MMA, MMA, NFL, certainly acting. acting. Wait, well, who in? Please don't ever use acting with MMA. Well, I'm just and not, not, not. I'm saying stars, though. Please. I'm saying I, like stars. I understand, but please, you hurt my please, soul. Please, sir, put that together, sir. Um, do you like when you, like like what athletes do you think in MMA are like real self conscious like that? Certain ones you don't want to talk about. No, nope, not at all. I'll tell you off air though. Okay, be a good. Well, one let's let's you. wrap this bitch up. Uh, this is another fucking fun fight companion, man. Great man, S- sad. awesome. I wanted to talk a little while at the end, just to alleviate some depression. For sure, man. I was super down. <sighs> I was gonna crash Brian's Passat into the wall. I wasn't and not pay for it. And not pu- and not pay for it. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I, it's not surprising, but it kind of is anyway. 10-1. You just don't want to yeah. see that shit. Yeah. 
All right, folks. When are we going to do this again? When's the next one? When's the next one? You tell us. Let's find out right now. We'll find out. When's the the next one? And will you bring your boy Joey Diaz? I would try. I I love that, man. I want to laugh. Joey Diaz. Although you guys make me laugh. Let's find out what the schedule is. Real quick, Brian had a nose job, everybody. Wednesday. Hey, guys, Wednesday, July 16th. Who's where? Where are you guys at? Are you here? You bet your ass Fuck yeah. Donald Cerrone, Jim Miller. Donald Cerrone, my boy. That's the next one. A Wednesday night. So Wednesday. No one has shit to do. July 16th. I'm going to try real. Hard to get Joey Diaz in here. Evan Dunham and uh, Edson Barboza. Damn, that's also a good in that fight. fight. Yeah, good fight. Yeah, should be very exciting. So, uh, all right, you dirty freaks. We'll see you then. Until then, um, Brian Callen on Twitter: b r y a n c a l l e n and Brendan Schaub. That it's s c h a u b, aka Big Brown. Could you get Big Brown on Twitter? Uh, Just I don't try know. to find Big Brown. That's man. true. Please stop sending me dick pics. <laughs> how many people send you dick pics? I'll probably get eight a week. That's how you know you made it. That's how you know you made it. <laughs> That's how you do, do, do I check them out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Come see me in uh, West Palm. We will see you with a real podcast tomorrow. Uh, until then, much love and big kiss. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>